0: About man. You're about to be possessed
1: by the sounds of MC Rawface and DJ Easy Easy Easy.
2: I so loud after sex, it was
3: like my mitt was sending a warning shot to my butthole about who's in charge. I once squeeze so loud after sex that the dog heard and answered the call of the wild.
4: (laughs) Good morning, ass family. Welcome to another fun-filled edition of the Arnie Station. Today's show, look, look, look. Putting today's show together, today is one of those shows where you're going to think to yourself, man, where was I when Arnie did that show? Because today it is on. I mean, most days it's on, but it's on like neck bone today. We got listener mail today. Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy tomorrow. We have amazing stories every segment. Amazing. And like I said, it is on like neck bone today. Let's get it started. Let's start this shit off. First one here. Uh, Battleborn in Nebraska says, happy... Pump day! Ass family in the words of Mills Lane. Oh, wait, hold on a second. I got to go to another one here. Let's get it on! Yeah, let's get it on. It is that kind of day today. It is that kind of just bust-in-the-mouth kind of day today. The good Darren says, good morning, Ass family. Uh, good morning to you as well, my friend. Oh, my lucky son. The one, uh, the only, bratty kid is all up in uh, this house.
3: Like a midget at a urinal, I was going to have to stay on my toes.
4: All right. Well, I hope you have a great day. She says, oh, my God, y'all, I got to talk to the Arnie States this morning. He called after my nap, so that's good. Uh, straight Fire is in the house Oh, hold on a second here, I gotta do this
0: Well,
4: la freaking frickin' die. Straight Fire says Let the ass hump day begin Well, yes, indeed, let it begin And No, 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 no Today, it rised uh, She says, good morning uh, From, where is she today? I'll let the ace in the whole band tell you Arised is in the great state of Texas today. Good morning, Arised. Brady uh, Kids, says, where are you? Round Rock. Had to get my hairstylist done. One day, Arnie will take me there to get my giant donut. Yeah, they have the big donut place there, the Salt Lake Barbecue. Round Rock. Uh, Arised says, wait, there's a giant donut in Round Rock? Of course. Sanchez family, yo. Round Rock Donuts, life-size donuts. Uh, Gold says, uh, okay, we got to get out of all this now. We got to get out of the music there. Let's see, download that. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, boom, boom, boom. Uh, it says, happy oh, uh, assholes and have a wonderful day. Oh shit, that's 1.2 miles from my salon, headed in the right way. Well, we may have a new stop to make now. <laughs> there you go. Uh, this takes me back to the jukebox network. Hammer's best one. Oh, I love Turn This Mother Out. Look, like, look, like, look, MC Hammer has two great songs, and neither one of them are that shit song uh, that, that he's known for. Uh, let's see. You can't touch this? No. No, there's two great MC Hammer songs. Turn this motherfucker out, and then...
3: Oh, I love this song. He wasn't jumping in. your DJ was
1: weak. Instead
0: of dope
4: beats, he was spinning MC. Gotta love MC Hammer. DJ Rob Bass and or MC Rob Bass and DJ Easy Rock. Yep. Uh Fred says, guess what day it is? Yes, Fred, today is that day of days. Hump day, hump day. Hump day. Derek says, good morning, ass family. Happy fucking hump day. Well, right back at you, my friend. I hope that you. Have a wonderful day. Becca, too legit to quit. Now, too legit to quit was a great song. The uh, pumps and the bump—that—that that, that, That's when he tried to go gangster when he was wearing the prison uniform in the in the video. Not very good, but yes. Uh, too legit to quit because he had a little hand signal to do. Oh, when, whenever that song comes on, when when too legit to quit comes on, I mean. Too legit. Too legit, too legit to quit. To quit. Everybody that knows the hand signal just did it there. Every single one of them. I don't care if you're driving in traffic. You just did the, the with your right hand, you went two, and then L, and then two, and then the quit sign, the 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 swoosh sign there. Uh, bingo. Those were the two best, his first album release, which he originally started selling out of the trunk of his car in Oakland. Good old Stanley. God, I loved MC Hammer. Those songs are too legit to quit and the Adams Family. Uh, the Adams Family were, uh, well, it was, wasn't a bad one. Now, now, okay, we said good mornings. We have to get started because we have so much to do today. There is so much to do today. Yesterday, and, and by the way, today we're going to war with the trannies. Yep, uh, it, it's happening this morning. It's happening here in a few minutes. The first thing we got to do is call Joe Biden out on an absolute lie. Uh, yesterday, or, or a day or two ago, Kumar, from Harold and Kumar, go to the White Castle, interviewed the president for The Daily Show. And now he lives out of that truck. Yeah. Cowboys girl, good morning to you. So Kumar's interviewing the president uh, for The Daily Show. Glad the president can be on The Daily Show. And this is what Joe Biden had the audacity to say.
5: I was a senior in high school and my dad was dropping me off. I remember about to get out of the car and I looked to my right and two well-dressed men in suits kissed each other. I mean, they gave each other a kiss. And then one went, looked like he was heading to the DuPont building and one looked like he headed to the Hercules Corporation building. And I'll never forget, I turned and looked at my dad. He said, "Joey, it's simple. They love each other. It's simple. It doesn't matter whether it's whether it's same-sex or a heterosexual couple. You should be able to be married.
4: That was Joe Biden's father. <laughs> you know, a man, a hard-working, coal-minded man from Scranton. Oh, I can see him being very open-minded about that. And Joe Biden, as a senior in high school, this is something like, I don't know, 70 years ago, and he had this epiphany. Yet... This is weird that this happened in 2006.
5: On the Rose Garden to talk about a constitutional press. amendment to ban gay marriage. You know, think about this. The world's going to Hades in a handbasket. We are desperately concerned about the circumstance relating to uh avian flu, we don't have enough vaccines, we don't have enough police officers, and we're going to debate the next three weeks, I'm told, gay marriage, a flag amendment, and God only knows what else. I can't believe the American people can't see through this. We already have a law, the Defense of Marriage Act, where we've all voted, not where i voted and others said, look, marriage is between a man and a woman, and states must respect that. Nobody's violated that law. There's been no challenge to that law.
4: Boy, that's weird. That's weird because he said he had an epiphany in high school when his dad was dropping him off and he saw these two well-dressed businessmen making out. And I got to think that somebody from, from the mean streets of Pennsylvania, a man's man, Joe Biden's father. Well, I would imagine his name is probably Jack Biden. I'm Jack Biden. I break balls for a living. Yeah, Joey, that's just love. Yeah, okay. Okay. And then Joe Biden in 2006 on Meet the Press. Now, I'm not saying that he couldn't have changed his mind since 2006. I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is that the man is an unadulterated liar. Oh, I've been, I've, I've been for gay marriage since high school. Since I had an epiphany. Fucking liar. But, but, but hey, we're, we're okay with liars and things like that. Now, before we go any further, I have to address my people in Northern California and ask you, what the fuck is going on there? Charlie Kirk was supposed to speak last night at UC Davis. Where protesters were there wearing black, where they smashed windows, hurled eggs, used pepper spray, and blocked people from entering to listen to this. That is not a peaceful protest. This is on a liberal arts school where liberal arts are supposed to open people's minds. It's not really a liberal arts school, but it's a liberal school. It doesn't surprise me that a Republican speaker comes to, to, to speak and, and they block him from it. There's a big thing going on at Stanford now where Supreme Court justice got to speak and they heckled this person or a federal judge and they heckled him. Someone who knows and has forgotten more about the law than these asshole Stanford students know. I'm all for peaceful protest. I, look, look, you want to do that, I, I think you should probably just stay home. If you don't want to go see Charlie Kirk speak, then don't go see him speak. But stop playing this bullshit. All right? Just stop with this bullshit. It's getting really, really annoying. But, but I understand that all this is is the look at me society, look at me protest, look at me throw this Molotov cocktail, look at me assault a police officer, look at me, I'm going to put a dress on. Now we're going to amp things up. (laughs) Wow, they're throwing eggs, they must have their own chickens, considering the price of eggs is through the roof. Uh, That's not liberalism, that's brown shirt fascist action. Oh, I know. If he wanted to be honest, he'd say, I've been for gay marriage since I was told to, right? Um, some DEI lady was fired from Diarza College in the Bay Area because she wasn't enough for them as a black woman in that role, yeah. Woke enough, yeah. Derek, they actually have to do their own chickens. They have a farm on that campus. Now, <sighs> I really don't want to play this, but I'm going to play this because this is what the mindset is, people. And this is beyond gross and disgusting. This is real. This was a TikTok video from Professor Tranny, or Truny Troons? I don't know.
2: Women also get periods. That's it. And it's factually correct. Hold on all i said is that trans women also get periods that's it and it's factually correct look it up do some research before you even get prescribed hormones they explain to you you're going to get periods they explain that you're going to lactate they explain that you're going to get shorter that your hands are going to shrink that your feet are going to shrink if you don't understand a base level of what's explained by doctors professionals at the base one interview before you even get hormones what's going on all I said is that trans women also get periods, they also lactate, and that their body changes not only externally, but internally. All I said is that trans women...
4: So trans women lactate now for some reason. They menstruate, even though they don't have the right parts to menstruate. And their feet get smaller. Now, I, 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 I know that I'm not a biology major, I know that I'm not that smart. I, I, I Look, I, I, I was raised in public schools. I have never heard anything that will make your feet shorter, ever. Your feet don't shrink. I, if you cut your toes off, then possibly. Is that is that one of the things you have to do when you're trans? You have to cut your toes off? Uh, let's see. Throw eggs. Huh? Sounds like Peter should be pissed off at him. What a bunch of animal-hating thugs. And there are thousands of poor people in the area who could have benefited from donated eggs instead of wasting them on suppression of free speech. Oh, I, I would love to go after him with that. That would be fantastic. So these people are against animals, free speech, and poor people. Yes, absolutely. Uh, you know what, Ogre? You're keeping, you're keeping your streak alive, my friend. You are doing it, man. Correct the mundo. Um, buzz false. Uh, thank God I'm not trans. That sounds horrible. Cut off your toes. So Kunta Kinte was a trans slave. There's species. Is I when, when I saw this video, and this is a person being totally honest, thinking that your feet shrink if you have trans surgery. That's not the part that makes your sex, dummy. They shrink another part of you by cutting it off. If you go through, that's what bottom surgery is. It's not on your feet. But that's just the tipping point of this. This uh, I, I, I'm sick and tired of this movement. And I know I probably spend too much time on this show, on this movement. But I think it's important because otherwise we're just going to fall under this bullshit to where we say it's okay. I watched an interesting clip from Bill Maher today about how uh, Hollywood, and I didn't care for where he went with it, with the progress uh, of it. I didn't care for it because he was right at the very beginning. It was 1973 at the Oscars where Marlon Brando won for um, The Godfather. And instead of uh, getting it, he sent uh, a Native American girl up there, and I don't remember her name. Um, and I'm not going to besmirch her because she gave a speech talking about indigenous people and all this kind of bullshit, Native American, and nobody in the, in the crowd had the balls to stand up and go, you lost the fucking war. But, but, but I digress. Um, John Wayne was so upset he had to be restrained. People were booing. People were mad because this is an award show, as Bill Maher would say, where, the, the most important people in the world, the people who want for nothing, tell you how bad you are. Tell you absolutely how bad you are, even though they're the worst of them. And we've progressed. You see, now we've gotten to the point where we all know the Academy Awards are nothing but a big political show. And I got to tell you, I used to enjoy the the Academy Awards. Back when it was about glitz and, 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 and Hollywood, it was kind of an escape. And I think that's why I enjoyed it so much. It was an escape to a world that I know I'd never be a part of. But now it's a part of the world where I just don't want any part of. That was so good. Do you realize how good that statement was right there? God damn, I am a, I am a word master. Yeah, look, Bruce Jenner's size, 15 shoes. (laughs) So we're in this world now, and we have stories like, and and this story really, really pisses me off. I'm not going to yell, and I'm not going to scream, because I've done that so much with this fucking topic. that This topic is, is, is becoming more of a joke every fucking time we talk about it. My computer would load this damn thing. Uh, let's go. Uh, hero. All right, one more time, and then I'll just tell you about it. All right, I I get. Well, let's see. Let's see if I can find it on another thing. Um, it's about a Vermont girls basketball tournament. Girls. Here we go. Vermont High School banned from tournaments after refusing to play team with transgender player. I, I say that, that that girls' school should be awarded like a medal, a medal of honor. The Vermont Girls High School basketball team that forfeited out of a tournament in February after refusing to play a team with a transgender player has been declared ineligible to participate in future tournaments. With feedback from members at large, our Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Activities Committee and our Activity Standards Committee determined that policies have been violated at the school level, thus an immediate determination of ineligibility for Mid-Vermontic Christian in VPA-sanctioned activities and tournaments going forward. They, they kicked them out of all sporting events, now the female, the, the state tournament, because they stood their fucking ground. Every person who had anything to do with that school being banned should be fired and never let in the educational world again. these young ladies, these young women took a stand for what they believed in. And that was that women are women and men are men. Now we can play and we can, we can dress up and we can do all this shit and you want to call yourself a woman, great, but you're not. You can't participate in women's games. Sorry. So very sorry to you.
2: Mama. Happy
4: hump day to you, too, ass uh, or uh, hot mama. Uh, the standard should be no trans athletes in cis sports. Give them their own division. There's so many of them now, right? Well, it seems that way. Well, But here's the thing. No. No, 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 no. 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 No, I, I, I ain't playing that. I ain't playing that. Because all it is is a bunch of boys who aren't good enough to make the boys' team, and now they're going to play on the girls' team. Because at least if you're good enough to try out and maybe make the boys' team, you're definitely going to be better than all the girls. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm just telling you the truth. Or you're going to be better than a majority of the girls. Maybe not all of them. And how sad would that be? This is ridiculous. You're ruining it for the masses. For the for 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 one. I'm sure that school with the transgender athlete will go on and probably win the state championship. Well, you know what? Hold on a second. Uh, Decide the Key School's actions had violated the commitment to racial. Uh, I want to know what the name is. Mid Vermont Christian School basketball dream withdrew from. Long Trail Mountains. Okay, now that's interesting because um let's see. Uh let's see how they're doing in the tournament. Long Trails. Oh, this is Vermont, Connecticut. This is this is not high school. This is let's see. No, that's, that's NCAA, okay. I'll have to look it up later. It's ridiculous, and it gets even more ridiculous. Um, even an NBA player, Andrew Bogut, he's spoken out about this. He slams the Australian Women's Basketball League as it mulls accepting a transgender athlete. You're going to allow a transgender athlete in female professional sports now in Australia. NBL one Southern women will have a biological male playing this upcoming season. That is ridiculous. Here's Andrew Bogan on it.
5: What's going on people? Quick message. Appreciate all the messages uh, that I've been receiving. Um, Majority are all very good. Uh, the minority, which is the "quote unquote" inclusive mob, um, you know, abusive, name calling, standard tact. Fuck um, is fine. Um, for those not familiar with what's going on, I decided to put a tweet out last night and in an Instagram post about NBL One South Women's League allowing a biological male to play in their league. Uh, Kill South Cobras uh, is a team. Decided to put it out. Why did I put it out real quick? Because the league and the clubs had not been transparent and let not only people within the league know um, up to a certain point, but members of clubs of that.
4: There you go. Uh, V Coop says, I think the way to stop this is to use our white toxic masculinity. White men should start going to these events and yelling, go men. Men rule. Trannies will get turned on very quickly. That'd be fucking great. Woo. Hell yeah, man wins again. Now, now, there's a couple more, and I, and I got to get to this story. Um, this is pure insanity. This story was sent to me yesterday by Arised. Wesley College has educated women for all, all getting close to 200 years. They started in 1870. School was founded by Henry and Pauline Durant, who were passionate about higher education of women. However, in the year of our Lord 2023, which is 153 years after this school for women started. The university reportedly is holding a vote uh, over a non binding call to include biological females who identify as males, and, of course, biological males who identify as females. <sighs> why is this happening this is a school for women i i i I don't understand why people have a problem with that i i don't care i've never cared about the texas wesleyan school for women i I, I don't care about that those are schools i wouldn't go to because i'm a man and now you 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 want to talk about campuses that don't have a lot of rape culture on them? I would imagine women's colleges, but I, I'm just—I'm speaking out of pocket there. I, maybe I'm wrong, but now that we're going to allow biological men there, at the height of their hormones, because come on, let let let's all tell the truth here, shall we? Let, let let's all just tell a big old fat fucking truth here that I'm guessing a lot of these folks that are dressing up as gals and saying they're quote-unquote transgenders haven't taken one fucking hormone. They haven't done anything. This is their way now that they can fit in and be accepted and be cheered for. See, I'm, I'm going to tell you when this all started, and y'all can get mad at me for this, and that's fine. That, that's fine. When Uriah sent me this story yesterday, she sent me an email that she saw that new Woody Harrelson movie, like the, the We Are the Champions or whatever. It's about Woody Harrelson, and he has to, it's like the, the Mighty Ducks, but for kids with Down syndrome. Now, I was told that I could not publicly see this movie, because I'd probably be laughing in all the wrong places at this movie. But it made me think. And there is a direct correlation. You see, these trans kids now, they they have seen everybody get elevated over them, whether it be females, males, handicapped kids, and even the special needs kids. And by special needs kids, I mean when you hand the football off and everybody gets out of their way and everybody cheers them, they have a moment. They have this moment. I guess we're living now for these one and, and big moments. And they thought, well, if those kids can get it, we sure as fuck can get it. And it didn't stop there. It was all this. Spe- and and, and, and look, God bless these kids with these bleeding hearts in schools. When they elect a special needs girl as homecoming queen. I was going to tell you the truth here because I don't lie to you people on the show. The truth is there is a majority of guys at that school and a lot of girls that are pissed off that that's going to be in their yearbook for the rest of their life. I'm sorry. I'm just telling the truth. The year before I graduated, the homecoming queen was this girl named Tammy Tucker. Still one of the best-looking women I've ever seen. I mean, phenomenal. Our year was a girl named Nikki Reynolds. She was a like a, a baton twirler. She she was all right. She wasn't no Tammy. That, Tammy was. A, I don't know if they've ever you know had a special needs kid. I, I mean, that's all that seems to go to my school now is that. But no, we we didn't want that. We 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 didn't want that to be our homecoming queen. We we took a, a certain pre- and these kids that have voted that. They've given these kids a moment. Okay, that's, that's, that's nice. That, that's all well and good. But you need more than a moment for a life. There I go again, being a fucking wordsmith. I've had moments. I've had great moments. I've had terrible moments. But this idea that now, oh, look at me. I'm going to wear a dress, and I'm going to go to a woman's school or I'm going to play in a woman's league because then people will take notice of me. I've told you this once. I've told you it twice. I'm going to say it until the end of time. These are people that need attention. For some reason, they felt like they weren't given enough attention growing up by either their parents or their peers or their teachers. But now, boy, they are going to get it. People are going to pay attention to them. And if you don't, well, what we're going to do is take everything from you. We're going to cancel you in today's world. And, and, and hey, come and get me. I, 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 I don't care. Well, I'll say it. I don't care what you want to dress like. I don't have to accept the fact that you think that you're a man. I think you're preposterous. You'll never be a man. And by the way, ladies that try to be men, you you won't be a man. and, And men that try to be women, you'll never be a woman. Never. Not ever. You can't be. The end. No debate. Don't talk about social constructs because that's an idea that's supposed to be accepted by both sides. I don't accept it, so we'll have to throw that out. And if you start thinking that race is also a, so, a social construct, you're a moron. Uh, Arnie, you need to start a Patreon and do a watch-along to this movie for $10. Oh, my God. I would go to hell for that. They would ban me from Patreon if I did that shit. So there you go. A All women's college is about to start letting in men. I, I, great. Super duper. Let's see, I can get rid of that story. Get rid of that one. All right, get rid of this one. Now Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore is such an idiot. Yesterday on her talk show, or two days ago on her talk show, she had that Dylan Mulvaney, you know, this out-and-about trans that's just all over the place. And she did something that was just so, so ignorant and so stupid. And I'm going to share it with you. There's stupid, and then there's this level of stupidity where, where Drew Barrymore gets on her knees. Where's the volume?
3: Oh, please. Do you know, I can't imagine anybody disliking you. Oh, Please. Do you know, do you want to know, ironically,
1: who uh, dislikes me the most sometimes? Who? Myself.
0: Mm, me too. Oh.
5: And, but, I guess, you've you asked me now, like,
2: you've asked me, like, what I would Careful do Careful your to balls might I fall right? out.
5: Yeah,
4: but what do you do?
1: Okay, that's a great question. Now, i have been doing it a little longer than I have. Well, you know, it's funny. I, I, I can't
4: I... watch this anymore. I, I, what does Drew Barrymore do? She used to bury her head in a fucking pile of cocaine. That's what she used to do. Polish that off with some Seagram 7. And then go fucking do a train. She got on her knees for a man. Dylan Mulrooney is a man. This is a woman saying, oh, yes, I believe. I, I expect women to be fighting harder. This isn't even fighting smarter. She got on her knees. Oh, you poor thing. Oh, I'm going to talk to you like we're doing a Sesame Street thing in your Elmo. I mean, come on. Come on. By the way, I can't wait to see what happens. Oh, oh, I am going to savor this moment. Hopefully in my nursing home, I'll be hooked up to fucking oxygen. My teeth won't be in. By that time, the nursing home will have cut me off of Copenhagen and I'll probably be on Kodiak. Ugh. Or it'll be Roscoe sneaking me fucking snuff in the nursing home. And I'm going to turn on the TV in my room. We're going to see all these people that were transgenders that are now going back. That was just a period in my life. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. And, and, and you know, when, when I see Dylan Mulroney in like 20 years in my deathbed, Saying, yeah, I, I tried that female thing. It really wasn't for me. I, I, I'm glad I kept the, uh, the twig and berries. You know what I'm going to do? I'm, I'm going to spit my tobacco and then smile and probably die a happy man. Now, I know that none of that's going to happen because that would entire me of dying a happy man. And we know that's not going to happen. Whitewash, good morning to you. Drew on her knees for a man nothing new to see here. No shit. This is becoming the most insane movement I think we might ever see in the history of America. Truly. Well, I I take that back. I am sorry. Uh, yeah, well, wait, wait, wait. Before I go. Before I go to that. Did I get rid of that story? Wait, hold on a second. Uh, Netherlands. What did the Netherlands do? No, I guess I didn't even have it highlighted. I got that one and that. Oh, those are the last two. Those are so good. So good before we get to listener mail today. I guess, I don't know what the Netherlands see what. I don't know what they saw. I don't have that store. I guess I got rid of it. All right. Well, whatever. Um. This is a very interesting story. This is about a a, a DJ uh, named Diplo. He's one of these guys who goes out there and records a bunch of stuff in his house on his computer, and then he goes in front of thousands of people and gets paid millions of dollars to hit play and then dance around behind a DJ booth. That that that's my that's my total uh, idea of what DJs are. Hangtown Jen, good morning. How are you today? My goodness. I hope you're doing well and...
3: It's now time for
5: another poop word of the day. Today, instead of saying you're going to go take a poop, just say you're going to go negotiate a deal.
4: There you go. Um, sorry if I missed it, but uh, AR wants to pass a malpractice law to extend claims out to 15 years on sex changes, I, I've seen that. I haven't talked about it. I I don't think that's going to happen because there's so many people that that are in favor of this whole idea of these people just transing back and forth. I think it should happen. I think a lot of these uh, a lot of these doctors today are t- talking these people into these surgeries and leading them down the dark road, because that's the story we hear from all the people that that re-transition or de-transition. I don't know what it exactly is, but they keep saying that, oh, the doctors misled me, or they misled me here, and they misled me there. We'll see. I, I hope it happens, Triple T. I really do. Uh, swoosh, I was about to say Diplo. Uh, morning, Arnie. I can barely hear you. Is my earpiece or are you tuned down? Uh, I shouldn't be tuned down. It uh, might be your earpiece, but I'll, I'll turn it up a little bit. Maybe I'm not talking loud enough, but it seems like I am, but okay. Um, let's see. Uh, Diplo, the DJ, said he once received oral sex from a man, and while he doesn't necessarily consider that to be gay, he said he might be into dudes. Now, now, th- th- this is the question. Th- 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 let's just have the question here. If you get oral sex from a guy and you know it's a guy, that kind of does make you a little on the gay side, right? I, I, I mean, I, I mean, it ain't like like you're just uh, taking a break. I'm loud. I know I'm loud, but, um like if you let a dude suck your dick yeah you're gay yeah i, I i'm just I, i'm uh, on the uh on behalf of men nationwide and worldwide i'll go ahead and rule on this gold agrees with me yep you're gay getting head from a guy doesn't make you gay being a dj <laughs> makes you gay <laughs> not gay if you don't get cum on you all right well uh no, 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 no. I, I'm just going to say no. You can't recork that bottle. You're gay. All right. Thank you, Scott. I appreciate that. Very, very interesting. Like, like, I, I, mean, I mean, that would be like saying, and, and I got to say to in case you're a prisoner listening in a prison right now, I'm sorry is the the fine fine uh phil leotardo on the sopranos once said i wanted the woman's <laughs> pussy once but i jerked off in a napkin i didn't fuck some guy in the ass so there you go it's only gay if you push back in, in 20 bushes the 20 bucks it's only gay if you push back um yeah, no, uh-uh, uh-uh, no, 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 no. Wiener, wieners don't belong inside men. I, I'm just going to tell you that. Well, it, unless you're gay. They just don't do it. What's gay about getting your dick sucked? When another guy does it, that's what's gay about it. What's gay about getting your dick sucked? When your brother is doing it. I can answer that question all day. I can go through every family member. So yes, so so we we all concur. We all concur that yes. Oh, that's the Netherlands story. Uh, I, you know what? I think I'm gonna hold on to this one here. Okay, boy, oh boy. Last night in San Francisco. I, I love it so much. I got the story yesterday afternoon, and 2 o'clock here is, what, uh, noon there on the West Coast. So uh, when I got the story, the, the meeting had not started yet, and I knew that I needed to keep an eye out for it. And last night, of course, I kept an eye out for it, and sure enough, there it was. San Franciscans line up at board meeting line up at board meeting to sing and shout their support for reparations plan to give every black resident 5 million dollars and they've added to it not only will every black resident of San Francisco get 5 million dollars they want their personal debt wiped clean. Also, they want it provided to them a $97,000 a year income, I guess, for being black. And they want homes to cost only a dollar. San Francisco's Board of Supervisors held a public hearing to allow people to air their views on a plan to provide reparations. The initial recommendation called for a one-time lump sum reparations payment of $5 million. And now they've added the wiping of personal debt, guaranteed $97,000 incomes for 250 years. And $1 homes. So let's see. We're not only going to wipe out any, any kind of reserves the state of California has in money, but also we are going to completely ruin the housing market. And once again, I would like to point out this is in a city, in a state that that slavery was never legal in. And to be honest, this has nothing at all to do with slavery. This has to do with unfair housing practices, unfair labor practices, uh, assault from police, which these are all bad things, but not worth... $5 million and then $97,000 a year and a home that cost you a dollar. A bunch of cities around the country are uh, democratic cities, I should say, are, are thinking about doing this. Oh oh my! Oh, we have video from it. Oh, I can.
1: The know. University of Arizona Online brings a top-ranked yeah. education to you. Choose yep. from one hundred and fifty plus
2: programs.
4: This video is what could get me even canceled from the internet. So uh, enjoy.
2: Amazing. My name is Antoinette. Last name Mobley. Y'all know Emmett Till and all them, right? Them, my folks. Well, I just wanted to come tonight to say thank you, guys, everyone who's working on this. Uh, My mom retired here in Baby Hunters Point in 1981 from the Peninsula London Exchange. No benefits, no pensions, no... 1981. It's no pensions, no sick leave, no... No leave. No benefits. So reparations are truly due to (laughs) folks here in San Francisco. I also want to um, thank... Um, Supervisor Walton was speaking this along with Mayor Breed Are you a moron?
4: I'm asking you legitimately
2: My community and I thank you for that and I want you to know that my children my children's children and their children need to be noticed for what they are recognized for what they can do because they all work hard Mm -hmm. and I thank you, and I wish that this referendum goes past. Oh, yes, you do, because you you.
4: get $5 million. What a bunch of donkeys.
2: My name is Darlene Roberts. And you're full of shit. I was born in Tulsa, Oklahoma in 1947 in the basement of Moton Memorial Hospital. It was in Tulsa, Oklahoma, where I learned in order to conquer civil wrongs, I had to fight for my civil rights. When I moved to San Francisco in 1965, I was 18 years old. That makes me 76. So I learned then, when I went to Bothan and I met Miles Davis, I was a rock and roll lover, but I...
4: Wow, what, what, what a wonderful example to throw up there in Miles Davis, who, by the way, was probably one of the greatest, if not the greatest, musician of all time. But also a, a, an out-and-about heroin junkie. I, I, I just want to throw that out there. You have this line of stupid people that you're saying, hey, we want to give you stupid people free money. Of course they're going to come and say, yes, I love this referendum. Referendum. Hangtown Jen says, you know, I'm just minutes from, and my son actually works for the city that was the first to bring slaves to us, the first city uh, to profit off the slave trade, and they're not even close to speaking about something like this. Not even close, nor should they be. Look, nobody wants to tell the truth when it comes to this. We all just want to feel good. Okay, my white folks in Cali, let's take one for the team. We can move if they get it, and they can buy any city they want and or land, and they can have it all to themselves. No whites or others allowed. I really want to see this go. We had slaves in 81? No. I know an old English speech slurring when I hear it. Tulsa, that's an Indian land. You second place with the bitching. My family didn't even have a color TV in 1981, so nope, we didn't have colored people either. For fuck's sake, I hate my computer. A half hour to update and restart randomly saying fuck you to whatever I was in the middle of doing, like listening to the show. Well, the line ha- the line went around the block for this referendum in San Francisco last night. And let me tell you, it 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 I can't imagine this going through. And I'm going to tell you what's going to happen here. This is once again what's going to happen. I'm going to be better than Alex Jones, and I'm going to be better than Nostradamus with this. This bill will not get passed through because there's no way that A, the city of San Francisco, or the state of California, or even the country of the United States of America could afford this. I, I don't even know if my calculator will go up that high. Um, let's see here. Um, clear out, clear out, clear out. 1.8 million people. That That's who they're talking about here. 1.8 million people. Times 5 million dollars. Equals 9E12. I don't know what 9E12 is. I don't know what that means. I need it all spelled out. Is that like $9 trillion? We don't have it. We don't have $9 trillion sitting around for Americans, let alone a minority of Americans in a a city. That's one city. One city, $9 trillion, okay? We don't have it. So what's going to happen is this. They're going to say, sorry, no, we can't pass this. And they're not going to have any fallout plans. See, they're going to use this against this group. This group comes to them with this, and they go, okay, we'll vote on this. And they vote on it, and they get nothing. Then we're going to see riots in the streets. Mark my words. Mark my words. I promise you. So if they have all the money in the world to be able to pay women equally, then correct? Well, maybe at that point. The reparations debacle needs to be put on public vote. If they pass it, fuck them. They get what they deserve. If it's only passed by a council, you will see lawsuit after lawsuit. Mm Mm-hmm. California will give them reparations. Just go to SVB next year (laughs) and receive your payment. Oh, we got a story about SVB, and it is delicious. They'll get $500 in lotto tickets. I think it goes through, this is Newsom's ticket to the White House. He'll make black people think they're all going to get $5 million when he becomes president. Fuck it, I'm buying stock in KFC and Hennessy. I'm rich, bitch. Well, it seems that Gavin Newsom may have stepped in it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Three of Gavin Newsom's private wineries have been clients of the Silicon Valley Bank. Um then it was found out that Newsom's involvement with the Silicon Valley Bank, extended beyond his wineries after the bank's crash. According to Business Insight, Newsom's personal relationship with SVB went on beyond the wineries. One anonymous former employee who handled his finances told that Newsom maintained personal count at SVB for years. It's unclear whether those personal accounts were still active at the time of the bank's collapse. If they were, Newsom could have stood to benefit directly from the Biden administration's rescue package, which will reimburse the account holders if their balances surpassed $250,000. Now, you're saying, well, what's wrong about that? Well, under California state law, elected officials are prohibited from exerting any influence on government decisions if they have a financial interest if there's reason to believe that such an existence exists however Jennifer Siebel Newsom the wife happens to be a co-founder of a nonprofit called California Project Partners Project which reportedly received $100,000 in donations from the Silicon Valley Bank And the president, a former president of the bank, is one of the members on the charity's boards. And Gavin Newsom didn't disclose that. Rutro. See, this is this is what they would call in 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 a uh, detective books. Or they would call this in the law, the smoking gun. Now, I will uh, say that V. Coop sent me this story yesterday, and we chatted uh, back and forth on on this, and we both agree, nothing will come of this. This is a pure violation. They have caught him. I don't know how many times this guy has to be caught with his hand in the cookie jar. I mean, he shut down all businesses except his wineries. He told everybody to stay at home, and he was seen out at the French Laundry. By the way, by the way, boy, that is really an everyman place there. Dinners for a couple are about $1,500, and they had a birthday party there. That's some cash right there, people. Boy, that's your everyman governor. Remember when California was under uh, 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 under snow and and all this terrible weather that you've had? He was busy getting covid in Mexico. Not to mention, you remember during covid when 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 he left the state of California because you get a vacation. Right. But but. But there was a state that you're not supposed to travel to if you you fly with the state and all that kind of stuff. One of those states is Montana because they weren't doing the same things California was. But get where did Gavin Newsom go? He went to Montana. He broke his own rule. Yet people still elect this fucked hard. <sighs> yeah, ogre, you agree with us? Uh, the fact that her mom retired without any benefits in 1981, is that a color issue or is that an issue with a job she wasn't in up until five years ago? I was in a field I couldn't retire from, but I would have no benefits for retirement. I had to make a choice to change position to set myself up for the future for retirement. It's my job to endure. I'm working for the benefits I need. Jen, you get it. You, you remember 1981. I remember 1981. The Pittsburgh, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers slogan that year was one for the thumb in 81 because they had four Super Bowl rings at that time. Jobs didn't have to provide benefits back then. This is what I'm telling you. It's nice that we live in a great world where we force companies to provide benefits for people. They're no longer benefits. They're just part of the job. Maybe you agree with that, maybe you disagree with that. I thought it was a company it was up to the company, not the government to tell them they had to do that. Yes, of course nobody had they were very few places and you would have pensions in place that you would pay into through your unions back then. I don't know what this lady who was talking did. But I know that the, the guy who ended up marrying my grandmother, Edna, George, he worked at Caterpillar in Illinois for like 40 years. That motherfucker got a big old pension check each and every month. He paid into it. It's up to the company then. If you don't want it, it's like you said, Jen, you have to find that place. I'm setting up a purple drink stand in San Francisco. Oh, I uh, Ogre, I agree with you completely. Nothing's going to happen. to No, of course not. Dianne Feinstein and Nancy Pelosi don't seem to follow those laws. No, and look, nothing's happened to them. He should be impeached and imprisoned, but not it will happen because liberals are stupid. I said it. I said it. 81, turn the UHF and move the bunny ears so my dad could watch the TV. The kid, I, the kids were the remote. Amen, they were. I was playing with my Reagan family paper doll book. So there you go. So Gavin Newsom gets in trouble. We'll see. Um, all right, all right, last story here, uh, or was that it? Oh, that was it? That was the last story there? Okay, I'll save that Another other ones one. All right, the phone number is 775-357-FANS, arnieradio1 at gmail.com. You can hit me up on Mixler, and boy, oh, boy, we got Lister Mail next, and there is it. Oh, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. I'm just telling you, it's going to be good. You don't want to miss it.
3: Get down in Jacksonville People down in Georgia come from near and far To hear Richard Best picking on that red guitar So get around, Now gather around chill and be down Or just get down, chill and get loud Well you can be loud, yeah, and be proud And you can be proud, here yeah, and I'll be proud a well, well, because South's gonna do it again And again But he sure can't play. And there's CZ to top, and you can't forget that old brother Will is getting soaking wet. And all the good people down in Tennessee, you're digging barefoot Jerry and CDB. Well, gather round, gather round, chill and get down. Well, you can get down, chill and get loud. Well, you can get loud, him, be proud. Well, you can be proud, him, be proud, to will rebel, cause size gonna do it again. Yes, it is.
4: Big show here on a magical, mysterious, pump day, um, day, um, day. If you missed the first hour and 11 minutes of the show, uh, what the fuck? I mean, seriously, great music, amazing entertainment, wonderful stories. All you got to do, if you're kicking yourself right now, like, God damn it, I missed it. All you got to do is go to arnyradio.com. Join us there, two ninety nine a month. We got to raise it to five ninety nine soon. I'm still waiting to see how I can do this. Still haven't talked to to, to Ratburger in forever. Don't know what happened there. Supposed to be getting a new website. Don't know what's going on. Hope he's okay. Hope Mrs. Ratburger is okay. Hope everything's okay there. Um, but yes, you can go there. You can you can join the site, and then you can go back and listen to all the shows. That you've missed. Because you've missed a lot. If you're just finding me, you've missed a lot, people. I'm just telling you. Every week on Wednesday, we do Listener Mail, which is brought to you by our dear friends over at JS Floors, the best flooring store in the West. Oh, good God, the rest. The rest, what what they like to do is they like to come to your house, and they'll give you an estimate, blah, blah, blah. But what they're actually doing is taking all of your precious items And then they pawn those precious items so they can buy methamphetamine and line girls' bicycle seats with them so their traffic senior citizens that they have will look like they're sniffing girls' bicycle seats, which is a snarky, according to Jerry States. And they film that, and then they sell that film to those weird princes over in Shittistan to continue to fund their whole operation. You know who doesn't do any of that? My friend Jesse at Floors. You know why? He's too busy. He's too fucking busy putting in amazing floors to worry about wrangling senior citizens or where to buy methamphetamine. And least of all, he's not stealing from your house. If you want great floors, call my friend Jesse. It's 775-267-4123. My God, those people are animals. Longhorn Wiener Dad says, Good morning, Brother Arnie. Ask family, it's my Friday, and y'all know you still sucks. Amen to that, brother. Sassy Pammy, good morning to you. Yeah, what did happen to him? I have no idea. What about an annual membership versus monthly? That's something I could look into. I could definitely do that. We'll, we'll, we'll think about that, Douglas. Uh, But first, we have to get to mail, so let's get it started. Oh, what
5: a beautiful morning. Welcome to Mail Call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for Mail Call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want?
4: This is from Don. It says, Dear Arnie, I was wondering if you could give me some help on a subject. Well, whoa, 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 whoa. You need some help? Well... We're going to do a double shot today. We're going to do the two greatest Ask Arnie songs of all time, according to you, the listener. Now, one's a very, very special tribute, and I'm going to do my best to get through it, Uh, but tomorrow's a big day. Tomorrow's the six year, uh, quote-unquote, anniversary of my dad's passing, so tomorrow's music will be really generated and geared towards him lake tahoe joe murphy's gonna be on but the second song is really really for dad so here you go oh i'm gonna sell the shit out of these today let me just tell you got some problems i can help you don't you worry, I'm a trained professional. We've all been there, time after time. Now you gotta ask, so I can help you out. Ask me now,
3: ask me now, before I fuck a cow, you know I'll do done it. Fucking a cow. Fucking
4: a cow. All your ratings are in the gutter. You sure miss me. That is fucking obvious. Fat and fatter is what you'd become.
3: Ask me now, ask me now because I'm fucking
4: a cow. I told you I'd do it, and now I've done it. Fucking a cow. fuck cock and cunt ask me now ask me now because i'm fucking a cow i told you i'd do it and brag about it
3: fucking a cow Fuckin I'm not stopping
4: Till I'm popping Fucking a cow
3: Fucking a cow Oh my god I fucked a cow
4: I told you I would And it's had it now There you go, now that's just one That is just the number one. Soon to to take over the number one spot will be this next wonderful version right here. Let's see if it goes right into it like it did earlier during rehearsals. And yes, I do rehearse. Oh no, I don't want Radio Gaga next. No, I I don't want that one. No, it's not that one. I'm sorry. Um, I'm really going to sell the shit out of this one. Oh, there it is. Oh, that's lovely. That is beautiful. <clears throat> By the way, I got dip in, too. And now it's time to ask. Ask him a question. He's fat. Really, really fat. He looks like a goddamn building. He eats
3: and eats and eats. He
4: likes each and everything on the buffet. If you ask him now, he'll fuck a cow and eat a song. the one called Satana. She was a bitch, a fucking slut. Some even call
3: her a cunt. But ask him right
4: Another show, but now for sure, it sure does blow, they're fat, really really fat, and I find it all so amusing,
3: to think you did all that, and I say,
4: oh, I'm
3: here and I'm not going any fucking way. Cause you pissed me off, you
4: made me mad. So when you fail,
3: I will be glad. By me it's like we were never family the record show
4: Holy crap. Let's turn that off. Uh, Wow. That was magical. That that, that was just magical and mystical all at the same time. Holy shit. Bras are being thrown on stage. Yep. So there you go. Those are the the two big ones there. So I I love doing those two. I mean, I love the Silent Night one. Those are my two favorites since I've written them all the way out. So there you go. All right, let's get to the mail now, shall
5: we? Oh, what a beautiful morning. Maybe I did that Welcome to mail call. Oh, I did do that. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Dear
4: Arnie, I was wondering if you'd give me some advice on this subject. My wife is confronting me about cheating on her because I stay late at work, and she thinks that I'm having sex with the mail girl. They still have mail girls? Um, By the way, how are you having sex with a male girl? That's gross. Let me be honest and say I am not having an affair. What can I do to convince my wife I'm not cheating? That's from Don. Well, short of letting her smell your dick every day when you get home from work, I mean, that's one way. There you go, hon. Take a whiff. Sanchez family has already nailed it. Uh, Don... You must be a younger fella. And 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 there's nothing wrong with that. I'm old. Maybe, maybe you've had luck in your life. Maybe that you've you've dated and, and been with great people. Well, I'm here to tell you your wife isn't one of those great people. This is this is man, I, I, I hate to say it, but I think she's cheating on you. And because I I'd look, I've gone through this. I, I've been acu- I was accused of it in uh, my previous marriage to the aforementioned satana. Never. I have never cheated on anyone in my life. <laughs> Dear letter writer, today in 2023, we called male girls trans. <laughs> Uh, cowboy's girl, maybe she doesn't feel loved or wanted. Well, he's working extra hours. I mean, he's working to make them a living to pay for everything. Um, she's convinced that you're cheating on like, If she's convinced, real quick, how easy is it to change a woman's mind? Yeah, that's what I thought. And I'm not trying to put women down. Women, when they make a stand, they take a stand. And I admire that. This is the wrong stand. This is the wrong hill to stand on. If Don is not cheating on you, and I believe Don, I, I don't have any reason not to believe him. Oh, he's a man. That's what, that. That's stupid. Um, Don, has she been to Hooters <laughs> lately? Yeah, stay away. Don't let her do that. Um. I think this is more about her than you. Maybe you are spending too much time at work. Maybe you tell her, hey, okay, you can't have all the fancy shit anymore if you want me home. Sorry. You want me to provide you this wonderful... And, and there's a lot of guys that get trapped in that. And there's a lot of women now who get trapped in it because there's a lot of women who make more money than men. The breadwinner works extra hours to provide... A wonderful life, a, a wonderful place to live, and they're gone a lot, and maybe that person doesn't feel like they're loved anymore. Well, she needs to come to you and tell you that, because this is on her. This isn't on you, Don. You're working to provide a good life for her, and I, I, I'm taking that you're not cheating on her. Maybe she's not cheating on you. Well, signs are that she's cheating on you, but but I'll play along with Cowboy Girl's idea here, um, and say, hey, this is on her. She's got to point that out to you. You can't do it. it, and you have to tell her, look, okay, well, we'll have to, you know, we'll have to cut back on some things, some luxuries, but I can spend more time with you, no problem. Uh, let's see, um. She sounds lonely, and then my uh, mind wanders and wanders if she's not working longer to bring home more money or if he's really lying and cheating. Maybe he's just not happy. Her mind is spinning out of this point. Yeah, her mind. She's the one that needs to communicate. Sorry. She's the one. She's the one having these feelings. She's the one who needs to talk to you. You are doing your job as a man. You're providing for You're not cheating on her. You're there when you're there. See, everybody wants their cake and to eat it, too. They want all the nice shit, and they want to be felt like they're needed and loved and things like that, but sometimes there aren't enough hours in the day. Once again, this goes both ways. It takes two to tango. I understand that, but she's, she's, she's accusing you of probably the most heinous thing you can do in a relationship. Not probably. The most heinous thing you can do, and that's cheat on someone. It's horrible. I've never done it, and never will do it, because it's happened to me. I know how it feels. Fucking hurts. And to be to be accused of it is is, is oh, it, it it it's it's so angering. Some of us don't get a choice at working extra hours. Do it or find another job. Was I've been told, yeah. No more Starbucks, it's Folger Crystal time. I'd say take her to the office, show around, invite her to your office. Life, uh, the less hidden is the likely she's let you to work. I'm not defending her. I'm saying that maybe she, in her mind, help ease her tension some. Let her drop by the office and see. Okay. Hey. I, I just, I, I don't like that. Oh, you're cheating on me. I well, don't fucking whip it out and smell it, hun. Uh, that, that's that's the best I can give you. Here you go. Take a whiff. I, I don't get that. I, that that's just mean spirited on one part person's part to blame for or to accuse them of that with no evidence, just because you're staying late at
5: work. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want, Arnie?
4: I was wondering if you'd give me some advice. Holy shit, another one. But you know what? We we got to do this one. We have to do. We, I I got to do one more. One, one more. Okay. We got to do one more because tomorrow is, or or this week I I should say, is Saint Patrick's Day, so I I have to do this one. Otherwise I, I I'll be I'll be mad at myself if I don't do this one. Uh, let's see. We'll start around right here. Real fast. Hey, the wild, the wild. Hey. it's time that we empty our bulging inbox hopefully it's good with no ads for black instead i have answers for all of
3: the fam when i should sell my knowledge for ten bucks a gram and you should go write me go and write me right now before i patrick's day
4: version had to do that one had to uh, otherwise i wouldn't be irish um i have the Bodrum drum in hand playing along well there you go uh i was wondering if you'd give me some advice my husband's birthday is coming up and he is turning the big four zero punk i want to either get him tickets to a big concert or tickets to a 49ers game next season if this was you which one would you like more Well, definitely not the 49er tickets. Fuck, I would hate that. That would be the worst gift you could get. Oh, you mean sports tickets. Man, let's see. Um, Dogs are howling. There you go. See, I, I, I do my job. All right, first of all, I have to explain to you something here. The sporting event tickets. Now, Mary, this might change your mind here. If you give him tickets to the the Niners game, that doesn't necessarily mean he's taking you. I mean, that's Forty Nine. You get him tickets to a concert, you're guaranteed to go with him. And if you want to go with him on his birthday, I would I would lean towards the, the 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 the, the concert. Um, but if if you're just getting him tickets to get him something nice, then get him the Forty Nine er tickets. They're going to be good again next year. Shut up, dogs! There ain't nobody here. Um, but yeah, if you want to go with him, get him the concert ticket. And and I gotta tell you, this year is really a fucking crazy year for concerts. What a year! If you have a, you know, millions of dollars, I I don't care if you like Taylor Swift or not. The Taylor Swift show is gonna be huge. Um, Beyonce announced her tour. She's going on tour. Drake just announced a tour. I don't think there's gonna be enough money in the world for everybody to see concerts this year. Depeche Mode, Duran Duran's touring. Not to mention all the other acts all around the all the festivals that are happening. Aftershock, which I we we talked about yesterday, VIP is gonna cost you around nine hundred dollars. There's a lot of amazing shows this year. It's just going to cost a whole lot of money to go to them. Um, I don't really like going to. I like going to sporting events still, kinda. I mean, if, if I were to go to, if you, you want to get me tickets, some get me Texas, Texas, OU game because I think we're going to beat the piss out of them again this year, and I can't wait. I can't wait. The last year in the Big 12, just to kick the shit out of OU, oh, it's going to be phenomenal. But if I don't get tickets, it's no big deal. No biggie. No big deal. Um, concert, there's only a few people I want to see. I mean, I, I'll go to concerts no matter what. I mean, if there's somebody Braddy Kid wants to go see, we'll go see him. I have no problem with that. There ain't a whole lot. Of, I, I want to see Sturgill Simpson, but still haven't heard anything on him touring. Willie Nelson announced his his Rebel tour. It sucks. He's the only name on that tour. I ain't going to see that shit. So a lot of good... Uh, Well, oh, good. Post Malone is touring. Good. Everybody can go to that show. I hate that guy. I wish people could just clamp down for one more fucking year and say no to these overpriced, talentless shit pop stars. I do too, Ogre. I really do. I, I mean... I The one thing I do truly miss about working in radio were free concert tickets. And I got to go to any concert I wanted. Any. That was the best part about being a big swinging dick at 98 Rock is that I could go to the pop station. I, I got to see Janet Jackson. I just wanted her to see to do the song again because I love that song. It's a great song. Got to see that. Um, I mean, I've gotten tickets to... I got front row seats to George Strait. Front row. Front row for George Strait. I got when I was working in 98 Rock. Lady next to me paid ten grand for her tickets. I was like, I got mine for free. By the way, greatest concert ever. Mainly because he 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 did my and I'll never forever forget it. Um. I gotta find it uh he sings in the round so he sings in four corners and when he came over and we were in one of the corners and we were i mean he's like he lived george Strait is literally nine feet away from me and he 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 does this right here and he said the exact same thing coming up right here here. here. (laughs) i've never sung louder in my life
3: Old Fort Worth beer. Just ain't no good for jealous I try tonight. After
4: Even his fiddle player, the fiddle player in the Ace and the Hole band Gave me a nod because I knew all the words of that song well, I'm a George Strait fan That's what I, I love going to live music Love it, love live music There was an artist I wanted to see last year Morgan Wade, new country artist, thought she was up and coming, going to be great. Got to say that she's full of shit. She thinks I'm going to pay $90 to see somebody who has one album out and no number ones. Nope. Those are five to 7000 right now. Why is it when I hear uh, naked Post Malone I think basketball? I have no clue who he is, but the name says he should play ball. Well, you're thinking of Carl Malone, probably, the basketball player. Um, Yeah, oh, George Strait tickets. God damn, that was fun. But yeah, Mary, uh, if you want to go, get him concert tickets. And and, and if you get him sports tickets and he doesn't invite you, you can't get mad. Because we've covered that on the show a number of times. You can't get mad. If he goes, hey, I'm going to take Jim to this. Okay, well, Jim's going. You're not going. All right, next one here. Uh, Hold on a second here. Let's go.
5: I have been waiting to get to this one. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? This is from Brett.
4: Arnie, we've already covered this. I have never made a fake MySpace page as you or ever interfered in your life, marriage or career. I'm sorry that Nick or Brandon lied to you and indicated it was me. No, I never said who it was. Uh, But would have years and numerous chances to prove this false allegation and pursue damages, but you haven't because you have no proof. Oh, I did have proof. Let's again review backgrounds here that provide a picture of a shady behavior. I have never used any illegal drugs, including marijuana. Never been arrested for anything, including DUI. Never attempted suicide, to name a few. But you have done all these things as far as I know. Me, I'm educated, always worked in public safety and certified EMT with a clean service history of 32 years. Most would agree someone with a clean background as mine would most likely never do a fake MySpace page and somehow interfere in someone else's career or marriage. You're a smart guy and I'm still a fan, but you've got this one wrong and I need to finally be a man and own your problem. I have never done anything... uh, Okay, okay, enough of this shit, okay? I'm here to tell you. Nick or Brandon never said anything to me. No, no, it was the station's private investigator. That's who said it. Now, I'm not in contact with this person anymore, let alone, and I didn't do anything to pursue it. All I did was take a picture of me holding my ID to get that MySpace page down. Uh, this is Brett who's saying this, who who I have, uh, I have uh, Desert Runner is who I've been calling Brett. Now, Desert Runner says his name is Mike. Now, Desert Runner is not on here today. I haven't seen him uh, as I'm looking on here. I mean, if he's on on here and his name is truly Mike, he can call me at 775-357-FANS. Look, here, here's the truth. This is something, you fucked with me. I got you in it. I didn't pursue any legal action against it. I just wanted the page taken down. I was tired of my—because I knew that this was going to happen to me time after time, being where I was in my career at that time, being a big swinging dick in radio at 98 Rock. I knew people who were going to challenge me. They were going to come after me. They were going to do bad things to me because that's what happens. Brett, I know who you are. I've met you a number of times. You've come to many events, and I'll tell you this right now. Um, I never liked you. I always was polite to you. And, and by the way, to to come out and, and throw out, let's see, I've never been arrested for anything, including DUI. I never attempted suicide, to name a few, but you have. Do you feel like a big man for pointing that out to me? I admit to all those things. I don't run from any of those things. I'm glad that you have a decorated history. I have a much more decorated history than you because I overcame those things. But you want to throw those in my face? That's fine. That's fine. I I have to wear them because that's a part of who I am. I still see the scars. You don't have to point out to me that I attempted suicide because I see the fucking scars every day I look at my wrists and have to know the shame that i i i caused because of it the hurt that i caused because of it and you know what i grew as a person but when i grew as a person i said enough is enough and is enough is enough when it comes to my show when it comes to my show it's my rules Now, if you want to go back and say that, oh, you kicked me off for no reason, I have plenty of reason. I had plenty of female ass family members contact me and say that you were creeping them out. They contacted me via my personal email, which you don't even fucking have. And I said, enough is enough. And then you continued it. So I said, go. And then I caught you using another name, and you stopped using that name, and now you're using this name. Once again, if Desert Runner is out there, I'll gladly take your call, Mike. I'll plug in that phone. Let's go. Waiting. Uh, feel sorry for whoever has to deal with him daily. Uh, fuck that motherfucker. Uh, I think a little background is needed. There you go. Uh, who is this? Crime-free people can still be assholes. Yeah. Or did I just call out the wrong guy? No, no, you did not call out the wrong guy, Jen. I never liked you. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, let me, let me go back to that real quick. You always gave me a creep vibe. That's why I didn't like you. Okay. I've never mentioned your last name. Not going to mention your last name. First of all, I don't care what it is. I don't like you. I, I would prefer if you didn't listen to the show. I like the people that listen to the show. I truly do like them. I know a lot of them. I've talked with a lot of them. They're friendly people, and they've never given me the creep vibe. And if somebody gives me the creep vibe, what happens? Well, we kind of move away. Do we not remember? And I know that he still listens, Mark in Detroit. Mark in Detroit is trying to turn his life around right now. I know that going on. But Mark in Detroit, who can't communicate on here anymore because I banned him, he understands that, and he's working on himself. Uh, let's see. Uh, is that why? No, that's not why we got divorced. Uh, Brett, there's a reason you're single. Uh, I feel like an audience member on Jerry Spring. Go listen to radio where you belong. Well, you tolerate me. Barely. Barely, Cowboys girl. Barely. I mean, I have to make rules. You know, I mean, I have to exclude you from certain conversations because you're still going to camp and you're going to go out and hike and things like that. Brett, just leave me alone. How about that? How about you find somebody else to bother? I mean, how about that? Just leave us alone. This show is doing great. We're growing. Every day we get more people listening. And, you know, I don't want to be brought down by these emails or anything. Just leave me alone. How about that? Just it, 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 take, your, take your $2.99 a month and, and, and stop payments. Don't, don't worry. Just go. And, and have a great life. Creep on somebody else. Because I'm tired of it, and I'm going to call you out every time I catch you. Because I don't have time for it. I don't have time to be told that, oh, a friend of mine got a steak at Applebee's and it was really good. I'm never going to fucking buy a steak at Applebee's, no matter how many times you tell me a friend of yours had a steak at Applebee's. I'm not going to like ham, okay? I'm not going to like ham no matter how much you fucking pester me about fucking ham. Sassy Pam, he says, I irritate you and Braddy almost daily, and you still tolerate me. Barely, Pam. You home-wrecking show-wrecker. Aren't you need security next time you come to Sac? No. No. That, that, I appreciate it, Gold, but uh, that, that, that would be my light work there. I'll give props to Detroit. He does try to make an effort. I mean, for certain, I thought he'd crawl in a whole years ago, but slowly and what seems respectfully seems to lurk around and even participate in his way. He took an awkward and is trying. Yeah, he did. And I had to tell Mark. And, and Mark in Detroit was, uh, was a pain in the ass. He knows he's a pain in the ass. He said that in emails. By the way, Mark in Detroit has my personal email. Brett, take your ass and write Gary when you want to listen to Arnie Deuce's Amen to that but Arnie will always be nice and respectful to a fan. I I will, but not not this one. No. You try to accost me when I come to the West Coast this year, there's going to be problems. There's going to be problems. I'm just going to tell you that right now. No, no, I'm not going camping because you said it's awesome and you love it. I I want you to camp because you think it's awesome. I'm not camping because I don't want to get eaten by nature. Um, Arnie's uh, Arnie's ass is well protected. Oh yeah, I'm a lover, not a fighter. <laughs> well, there you go. So I, I I'm glad I got this email the other day, uh, Brett Bon Voyage, man. Hey, hey, you just th- this isn't a place for you. You really didn't participate that well. Nobody really liked you. Christopher says, holy shit, I'm driving my bus. And I was like, what the fuck is this letter? Yeah. I I, I don't want any part of you. Does anyone know him personally? We need to make sure. Uh, he's listening. Red and white. I know he's listening. I know he's listening right now because he listens every day. That's why he's called me out on when I call Desert Runner Brett. Oh, please, Brad, you don't fool me. I know you're let me speak to your manager tone. Yeah, fuck that. I don't even mess with bratty kid. Come on now. I'm not stupid. I might be dumb, but I ain't fucking stupid. All right, let's move on, shall we? Let's go to more cool stuff.
5: Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. It's here. Listen up. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do
4: you want? Arnie. Hugs not slugs, eh, bratty? No, I never met you, but hearing you on the phone sounds like you'd fail Murray's lie detector. Uh, Brett will reappear as a mustache like Homer Simpson. Yeah, probably. Arnie, I have to say that you really are the man when it comes to TV shows. Your knowledge of shows of the past and the insight you always amazes me, you have amazes me. But what I want to say is that you are great with your picks on TV. I love Yellowstone and Mayor of Kingstown. By the way, fantastic shows, both Tyler Sheridan shows, along with Tulsa King. And I've watched all of Ted Lasso. And boom goes the dynamite. Today is the day. As soon as I log off from this show, I'm watching Ted fucking Lasso. Whoa! Cannot wait. Um, have you heard of any new shows that are coming out in the future uh, that I should check out? Well, there's a lot. Uh, as far as shows go. I know Cobra Kai is coming back, and and that's definitely one to watch. Um, Tulsa King will come back. Uh, the Four Sixes, I'm looking forward to Taylor Sheridan's story there. Yellowstone, if it ever does come back, I'm looking for it to come back. And you know what's so funny is that we talk about shows and things like that and, and how they've changed. I found this video, and I, I found this to be really, really funny. This was an old British show. I don't know the name of the British show, but it was an old British show. And, and this was played on television. Uh, good evening. Uh, by the way, it's a, it, it looks like a pub, and a black guy walks in there, and there's a wh- white bartender.
5: No gas outside. Oh, Bill Reynolds. Now I'd like you to know, before we go any further, there will be no club prejudice in this club as long as I'm barman. I am delighted to hear that. I Say, can we have some service here? Just a minute, can't you see I'm serving the Nick No. It-
0: <laughs>
5: I'm sorry about that. Now, what would you
0: like, sir?
5: We can't get a service now because that big black twit. That
4: was played on British television. <laughs> and do you know why I'm laughing? Because it's funny. You see, funny shit like that used to be on TV here, too. Until everybody got their little panties in a bunch over everything. And now we get TV that's like this. I've been waiting to play this all morning. This is so, this, this is the state of television in America.
5: To dive into, because MSNBC has a very high standard.
4: By the way, this is Jen Psaki, former press uh, secretary uh, of, of the oh, MSNBC. Hold on. Who's now a contributor on MSNBC? And she was on Stephen Colbert.
5: Has a very high standard of what is factual. You have to go through a process before you report things on air. Mm. Now we know that the vaccines work well enough that the virus stops with every vaccinated person. Really? A vaccinated person gets exposed to the virus, the virus does not infect them. The virus cannot then use that person to go anywhere else. Wait a second. It cannot use a vaccinated person as a host to go get more people. That means the vaccines will get us to the end of this.
4: I'd like to point out that that was Rachel Maddow. And, And Rachel Maddow was the highest paid news anchor at MSNBC. Had their their primetime show and said that, while Jen Psaki says two nights ago on the Colbert Report, why she's on there, I still don't know. That MSNBC does their due diligence and only reports facts. Ta-da! I, I, I mean, come on. Last season of Barry is coming out in April. Never a big fan of that show. Uh, holy sh! I think I've seen that one when <laughs> they actually say Nick nog." Yes, uh, is that the British? All in the family? I'm not sure what it is, but it was funny. And that is exactly what Russell Brand was talking about on Bill Maher. Exact. Look, look. I have found a new place in my heart for Russell Brand. I used to. Have, oh well, look at me. I'm Russell Brand. I'm talking loudly. Russell Brand is not Republican. He's not Democrat. He's very uh, anti-authority. He wants to take the big establishment down. He's come out and said that he doesn't think members of Congress should own, own stocks and bonds, and I agree with him. He thinks that something should be done with the lobbying. I agree with him. He doesn't agree with the politics of today, of forcing people to do things. Russell Brand has come out and become a fucking genius overnight. And it pains me. Pains me. Uh, what bullshit that turned out to be, yeah. Uh, lies, yeah, they don't. I earnestly encourage all of you to watch Russell Bland clip where he wumps over the asshat from MSNBC. And you know what? I I also, I encourage people to watch him on Tucker Carlson. Because he does call out Republicans. And this is somebody who lives in Great Britain, stays some in America, has all the success thanks to Americans. Yeah, he doesn't even live here, but he wants it better. Good, I'm not the only one that's starting to change their mind. No, no, Russell Brent, look, and I've changed my mind on certain parts of Bill Maher. Certain parts. He's still a liberal, Bill Maher. He's still, he, and he, he, he claims it, and, and good for him, he should. But this isn't the liberal Democratic Party anymore. This is the woke, progressive party. And I've told you guys about this, and you guys should, this is the way history works. Until the liberals, which they won't do it because they don't have the backbone to stand up because they're liberals, it's just not in their makeup or their DNA. Until they stand up to the progressives, the progressives will take the party over, like the liberals took the party over from the Dixiecrats. And the only reason they took the party over from the Dixiecrats is—and I, look, look—I have to—I have to be honest here. The Dixiecrats, because the South used to be run by Democrats. And in 1964, there was a little piece of legislation that was passed called the Civil Rights Act, which gave black people a lot more rights. Not all the rights they needed. That didn't pass until a couple years later when it gave them the Voting Rights Act. And Lyndon Johnson had the audacity in the eyes of the Dixiecrats to allow black speakers on the floor of the Democratic National Convention. You know that thing, well, Mr. Speaker, the great state of Texas uh, supports, you know, when, when they have that big thing, you know, that, that week long where they ban all your favorite shows and they force you to watch this stupid thing. Well, he had the audacity to have black folks there. And the Dixiecrats were all in favor of Jim Crow laws, which were now going away. They were making money that way. So what did the Dixiecrats do? They turned Republican. And that's how the liberals took over the Democratic Party, because those people left. And they took over and they had a great run. And now they're being met and taken over by the progressive party. And if you don't think it's happening, people like AOC, people like Imar Oman, these people keep getting reelected, which means they're what they're doing is they're gaining power. More times you get elected, the more power you get i.e. Joe Biden, i.e. Nancy Pelosi, Dianne Feinstein, Chuck Schumer, Strom Thurmond way back in the day. And they aren't fighting because it's not in their DNA to fight. Pretty soon, America is going to look like the old WWF. You're going to have a good guy faction and you're going to have a bad guy faction. Now, I'll happily be in the bad guy faction of the Republicans because the good guys are the Hulkamaniacs taking their vitamins and changing their sexes, brother or sister, whichever one you want to be. And then there's the bad guys, the demolition, if you will, of tag teams where we're going to stand firm with our beliefs and we're going to fight you tooth and nail. Well, it's going to turn out to be? I don't want it to be because I like wrestling too much. Um, let's see. Russell Brand has matured a lot in the last decade. Mr. Adderall. I (laughs) sad that the Brit is more American than half Americans in this country. Very, very true. Um, but Brian, as far as TV shows go, um, I don't know of a lot of new stuff coming out. Uh, if you want to go back and watch a great series, watch George and Tammy. Jessica Chastain won the Emmy or won the SAG Award, some award for her portrayal of uh, Tammy Wynette and George Jones. Great series. Uh, another great series was the Sex Pistols. I do know that the Bear is coming back to FX, I believe, in May. That's got one of the guys from, uh, from uh, uh, Shameless. The guy who played Lip, he's he's in that show, and he's also playing Carrie Von Erick in the Iron Claw movie coming out at the end of the year. That's right. I, I I've done some 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 investigating and find out that the Iron Claw, which I will go to the premiere for because they better have the premiere here in Dallas. If they don't have the premiere here in Dallas, then 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 we 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 got some problems. But yes, I will see that movie. Cowboys to cut Zeke. Good, thank God. I hope that's real. Hold on a second. Let me let me check and see if this is real. Tomorrow, Joe, uh, Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy, and I are going to talk a lot about the free agency moves that are happening. And, uh, oh, of course, the basketball tournament. Of course, we're going to do that. Let's see. Uh, nothing really yet here on ESPN about it. But it, I, I'm sure it's going to happen. I hope it does. Uh, all right. Next letter here. Let's go. Uh, let's keep the, the, the train moving, shall we? And-
5: here. Listen up! It's time for mail call. Not Bucket. It's time for mail call. What the fuck
4: do you want, Arnie? I uh, haven't heard you mention anything about the brackets, especially about your Longhorns this season. I was wondering if and when you're going to talk about the most bet on sports event in America. Uh, Dean. You always find that people named Dean are kind of jackasses. I mean, they're all they, they're not bad people, but they 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 just have an air about them. Their name's Dean. That's kind of a jag. Of course I'm going to talk about the tournament. I'm going to talk about the tournament on the day that we do sports. I know that the brackets came out on Monday, and I know that there are tournament playing games today and tonight or yesterday. Joe and I are going to cover from the Sweet 16 on. Look, there's going to be some upsets in the first round. I haven't even looked at a bracket yet. I know that my Longhorns won even though they fired their head coach after he beat up his wife allegedly. Now he's, he's, he's already got a new coaching job at Ole Miss where he and Lane Kiffin are just going to fucking go and fuck every co-ed on the campus. I saw that Alabama got in a little bit of trouble. They have a player on the team that's been uh, indicted on murder charges. Somebody was wearing a T-shirt that says, Alabama murdering our way through the SEC. Good God. Jesus. Let's see, chatter out there about the cut. Uh, let's trade up and get Bijan. Hell yeah, Bijan John Robinson out of Texas. I filled out two brackets and took your Longhorns to win it all in one of them. Nice. You don't appreciate the snarky tone of that question. De- I don't <laughs> appreciate the snarky tone of that question, Dean. There you go. Thank you. Arnie, you nailed the history lesson. There is Professor Arnie. But I had a question about the second part. You said, are you saying it's a bad thing that guys like me who are traditionally Democrats but now are voting as de facto Republicans? No, no, no. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. No, no. That's what happens to the liberals, though. You see, the same thing that happened to Dixiecrat is going to happen to the liberals. The liberals are going to fall into the Republican Party. And, there's, and I don't find that to be a bad thing at all because I see people like you, Christopher, people like Bill Maher, who I would imagine will vote some Republicans in the next election. Because I truly believe you, me, the people that listen to the show, we want what's best for America and this progressive agenda this agenda of allowing people to cut wieners off and things like that and be promoted for it, the agenda of not allowing free speech, the agenda of erasing constitutional amendments like gun ownership. We as a people want to stand up for that because we're all first and foremost Americans before we're Republicans and Democrats. But we all want to stand up for what's right. Right. And you're one of those people, Christopher. No, it, it, what you're, it, it's not bad at all. It helps move the country forward. Now, what's going to need to happen is this progressive movement is going to be needed to take over again by somebody else. Because the fact of the matter is, is that young people don't vote. And most of this progressive movement is geared towards the young people. Okay. Young people historically have never voted. And by the way, they never will. I don't care if you get diddy out there, you get fucking Bruce Springsteen, Post Malone, all these people to quote unquote rock the vote. They still didn't show up for even Barack Obama. So allow this party to kill itself and run itself into the ground. Because there's going to be a time where America says, enough of this shit. Boys shouldn't be playing in girls' league. Shut up. It, and, and that's what that's what should be said. Ugh. I'm not for taking anybody's rights away. What what extra right? I I real quick, I know that we covered the transgender movement earlier, but like I said, this is a show today that you're gonna think to yourself, um What the hell's this? <laughs> nice. Nice. Uh Baker Mayfield just signed with Tampa Bay. Shit, I wanted him to go to San Francisco. I don't know. Daisy Fuentes of MTV telling me to go vote. Got my polling place fired up. What Americans need to do is they, they're going to stand up and they're going to say no to your progressive ideas. No, drag queens drag queen shouldn't be performing in elementary schools. Now, look here. You want to have a bar that has drag queens and they're in there and they're providing entertainment? Tommy put a great post up last night. Tommy said, why don't we why don't you have to be at least 18 to get to a strip club? I mean, what's the what's the difference? We can we can start taking our kids to strip clubs? And Tommy put, well, that'll save on a lot of babysitting money. Well, hell yeah, we'll take your kids to a strip club. Oh, Arnie, that's ridiculous. That's ludicrous. That's sexual. So is this. It's not like these drag queens are coming out dressed as their, you know, as their women from the Middle East where they're covered from head to toe. They've got their big fake boobs plopping out. Asses are out, and they're entertaining kids. Why do they need to entertain the kids? I'm not for banning drag queens or drag queen shows. I'm banning them for schools, Yes. Look, I, I, I'm here to tell you, you, you people that are fixing to have kids, your kids need to go through the same boring shit as we did. The same boring fucking anti-drug rally from the yo-yo team. I don't know if y'all ever had that. Y'all ever have the yo-yo team come to your school?
5: Yes, they're a team of yo-yoers.
4: And they could do all the tricks. They could walk the dog, swing the monkey. I, I don't know all their fucking tricks. You know Why? 'Cause I wasn't a loser and didn't play with a yo-yo. My favorite yo-yo story of all time. I was at BJ's in Roseville. And it was I, I think it was like springtime. So it was prom time. And 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 I gotta tell you, there's nothing I enjoy more than being out when school kids are out on their on their prom night or their date night. I love it. It's one of my favorite evenings because I sit back and I look at them and go, "Really, you think you're gonna fucking knock those panties off with a pazookie from BJs?" So, <laughs> so I'll never forget. I, I walk in right, and uh, <laughs> this kid has got this stupid hat on like he's in the fucking Rat Pack, and it, it's probably. It, dated around 2006, 2007, somewhere around there, right? And this kid's in there with his date and and there's a bunch of kids there. And he's got his weird, you know, hat on and he's doing the yo-yo right next to his date. And I just said I just looked at him. I said, "You are not getting laid." And he just kind of looked like, "Huh?" I was like, "Come on, man. You you are not going to get laid. You're playing with a yo-yo on your date." But getting back to the whole yo-yo thing. I don't want schools to have performances of drag queens and strippers. I want kids to be just as bored and unentertained as I was when the yo-yo team came to town. Fuck, give me an old school book fair. Book fairs were a lot more fun than the fucking yo-yo team. I can't even... (laughs) Every time I see yo-yos, I just laugh. And, and, and if you're a yo-yo enthusiast, I hope I'm not offending you too much. I mean, let me just say this. I put Eagle Scouts as cooler than yo-yo enthusiasts, and that's saying something. Oh, all right. <laughs> there you go know
5: how we got off on that but
4: it was fucking awesome
5: not bucket it's time for mail call welcome to mail call okay now what the fuck do you want arnie
4: i don't know about you but this year's wrestlemania outside of cody rhodes match isn't really not that great a card and now that with word that bray wyatt is out because of an injury it doesn't look like bobby lashley is going to have a match i have to say the worst match looks like it could be brock lesnar versus Omos. what are your thoughts That is from Bill. Um, I did get confirmation that the day after WrestleMania, Tommy will be in. And uh, if you're not wrestling fans, I'm sorry. The day after WrestleMania will be April 3rd, so that will be your day to skip the show and skip amazing entertainment that will happen. Tommy and I will break down WrestleMania from the weekend before. And uh, I remember we were asked a question a few weeks ago in listener mail. If we could build a super card of WWE versus AEW. And I've given that idea to Tommy. Tommy's going to run with it. Tommy will be in. We'll do all that stuff. The day after WrestleMania. Um, uh, This year's WrestleMania could be really, really good. Or it could be just kind of eh. Sami Zayn and, uh, and Kevin Owens versus The Usos. Not a bad match. I'd like to see that. The hell in the cell that they just added with uh, uh, Finn Balor and Edge, That that's that's good. Seth Rollins against Jake Paul. I hope that Seth Rollins goes real pro wrestler on him and fucks him up. I really do. Uh, the triple threat for the IC match might steal the show. We'll see if they make that a true triple threat match between uh, Drew McIntyre, Sheamus, and uh, the Nazi. I'm, I'm sorry, Gunther, by the way. WWE, you're giving off a huge Nazi vibe with the whole Gunther and imperialism or whatever it's called. The convict Dom versus Rey. I'm ready for that feud to be over because Dominic Mysterio never needs to hold a microphone ever again. Dominic Mysterio is not only a crappy wrestler who's not in shape. He's terrible on the mic. Awful. That's not a bad match. Cody Rhodes against Roman Reigns. We all know that Cody's going to win. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be the first Rhodes to ever hold a WWE title. That's great. Still not your daddy. You, you still ain't Dusty. You still ain't the bull of the woods. You are the grandson of a plumber, okay? You, you ain't the son of the plumber. Ooh, daddy, let me tell you. Dusty Rhodes, the American dream, is very proud of Cody for what he has done, babies. But he is still not. 300 pounds of twisted steel and sex appeal, Daddy. He has never dined with queen, kings and queens and then ate pork and be- been in an alley eating pork and beans. He has never had hard times, Daddy. But I still like Cody Rhodes. I think this year's WrestleMania is going to be okay. Brock Lesnar versus Omos, I think that's a shit match. You want to make that match better? I'll tell you how to make that match better. You make that match the three-way match. You get Brock Lesnar versus Omos, two giants, and this new Bronson Reed guy. Throw him in there. He's a power lifter, and he's only about five foot six, but he weighs about 400 pounds. Maybe throw Otis in there. Let's get a battle of the big man. I love Otis. Otis is Otis is underused. That big fat bastard, he will do anything. We'll see how it goes, though. That wouldn't be a bad match. Otis versus uh his his tag team partner. And Bobby Lashley in a four-way. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> I I can't leave out Bobby Lashley because Bobby Lashley is an amazing wrestler. I love Bobby Lashley. Made me rekindle my love for Ahmed Johnson back in the day. But Ahmed Johnson was a dickhole, and nobody liked him, so got to get away from him. But Ahmed Johnson was a bad man. Ahmed Johnson came down. Fuck that shit. I am going the other damn way. Otis now, LOL. Yes, yeah, I love it. I love the character development of Otis. And uh, there, there's another wrestler who who I absolutely adore now. And he's on uh he's on I think TNA wrestling now. It's on the Reels channel. If you if you're a wrestling fan, you need to go back and you need to, to YouTube the wonderful fucking comic fucking stylings of Sentina or Centello Marino or whatever. Hold on, this guy right here. I, I gotta look him up just because he's so good. He was so great. Um. Oh, I know where I can find it. Hold on a second here. Um, go there. Following Chris Van Vell. Oh, god damn. He interviewed, oh, Santino Morello. If
1: we were to have Santino pop in here for a second, what's your favorite match of all time, Santino? There was a one time's I was wrestling with uh, Drew McIntosh. It was a blindfold match. It was here in Las Vegas as a matter <laughs> of factuality. And uh, I won the blindfold match and uh, later on he became the champion. So I beat.
4: This guy's gimmick was he put a, a green snake sock on his arm And he would hit somebody in the throat and they would go down. The Cobra. Santino Morello needs to be in the WWE Hall of Fame for shit like this. It's amazing
1: to me that as we sit here right now, there are still people that are blown away that you don't speak with an Italian accent. (laughs) Yeah, I know.
0: I will be the greatest intercontinental champion
1: of
4: all the times. Can you turn the... I, I mean, I mean...
1: There's a whole compilation intro. online of you this getting other wrestlers watch. to break character. Oh, yeah. Who's your favorite to get to break? Oh, that's yeah. a good question. Uh, uh, probably John. Yes, you, know, you know what? When I called him John Cena. You have a big mouth, John Cena, And there's nothing.
4: I would like more... It, it's
1: funny because people come up to me like...
4: Santino Marella was fucking hysterical. He was so funny. The Cobra move... That's a guy that needs to be in WWE Hall of Fame. I don't care who you are. He sounds like Jake Blues saying, "Your woman, I wish to buy them. How much? How much for the little girls? I still have. I still have. I think I still have that in here. No, I don't. Hold on a second here. He sounds like this. How much for the little girl? I, I want to buy your women, the little girl, your daughters. Sell them to me. Sell me your children. <laughs> he does. That guy was fucking hilarious. Uh, all right, last listener mail. Let's do this. Let's get this out of the way, and then we'll just continue to do the show. No more breaks.
5: It's here. Listen up! It's time for mail call! Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot! It's time for mail call! Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie!
4: With a bunch of exclamation points behind it. I found you! I found you! I found you! hope this is not a fucking debt collector. Oh my God! Four exclamation points. My mornings haven't been the same since you left that morning show. I knew you went to Reno, but had no idea about this show and was just curious the other day and Googled you, and there you were. I wish I would have known about this when it started, but I am here now, and I'm never going anywhere. And that's from Brandy. Well, thank you, Brandy. I appreciate that. Yeah, we've been here. uh, June 1st will be um, six years. Six years we've been doing this. Man, oh, man. And it's been great. We've had a lot of fun. We've had some ups. We've had some downs. We have some people we have to deal with, like we dealt with today, which, by the way, somebody sent me a screenshot of something that was said. Let's see. Right. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah uh, Hangtown Jen sent me this. Um, i never done anything to that dude. Well, then, okay, Then, then you know what? You shouldn't listen to me anymore. Leave me alone since I do not like you. um, I love it when someone finds you, like discovering true joy. I know, it makes me feel great. <laughs> Sounds like Brandon is Brett's new name. <laughs> well, I'm here. I don't plan on going anywhere. Uh, not for a long, long time. Uh, unless, you know, Spotify decides to come by and go, Hey, uh, uh, hey, uh. Do I have this? Oh, I I know I have that. I don't need. I don't think I need that. I might though. What is this? Hold on a second. Let me. Let me uh, turn down my screen. Why am I not getting anything? That's what this is, you know. Okay. Yeah. All right. Good. Yeah. All right. Uh, I think I found you in 2020. Uh, of course after losing on the dog pound yeah yeah it was what a terrible show that was but I had fun I mean I, I I did have fun with it i I'm not gonna lie I had fun doing that show it was it was a it was a great challenge for me that's about the best thing I can say about it it was really really a, and it was a new challenge for me and I was able to do it so there you go Alright, I gotta get these stories in order here That way I can do it God, Generation Z What a bunch of idiots uh, We'll get to that Alright, first story though is The Oscars really fucked up, man The Oscars fucked up so big time the other night Oh, hold on, phone's ringing Gotta pop that one in Yes, hello dear
0: um, Can I get some theme music? I'm so sorry for interrupting the show so, Some what music? My theme music.
4: Oh, hold on a second here. Let me uh let let's go back. Uh let's see, bumps, music beds. Yep, today's is our lives theme song. Playing. Do we have an update?
0: This dumb motherfucker just signed every single paper. Like I said he would.
4: You called it. You did call I it. it. I called it. So oh, tomorrow they will
0: be officially divorced.
4: Okay, we can go into more detail after tomorrow. Yeah. All right, goodbye. All right, bye-bye. Oh, boy, do we have a magical update tomorrow. Um, can I get some theme music? I just want to know if us asked family, how many followed the journey from Arnie uh, Dowling College Football Reports on ESPN? I honestly love that show, which is a testament of who you are, because college football, really? Uh, that's why I love you, Jen. Cause, and that's why I love the ass family. The ass family is so very loyal. So very loyal. And that, that's the thing I love about them. And that once you find this show and you like this show, there ain't nothing else. There ain't. So going back to the Oscars. The Oscars the other night had their in-memoriam segment where John Travolta all but broke down, and, and the first person they showed was Olivia Newton-John, and I, I can understand that. It was hopelessly devoted to you. But, um, oh, boy, did they leave off a lot of fucking people. First of all, they left off a uh, fiddler on the roof star, Shame Topol, who was left off. He died the, the, the week before. Now maybe they can get away with that. Um but they didn't honor Ann Haish, Tom Sizemore, who died a week before. One of the big ones, Paul Sorvino. I mean, Paul Sorvino was Paulie from Goodfellas. He played a heroin-addicted singer in the movie The Cooler with, with Alec Baldwin and William H. Basie. If you've never seen that, highly recommend it. Paul Sorvino is the father of Mia Sorvino, who actually won a fucking Academy Award. But the biggest crime of all and I'm never, ever going to forgive them for this. They did not mention the death of one of the most important people to ever be on TV, and his name is Tony Sirico. You might know him better as Paulie Walnuts. What the fuck? What does yeti think about? I know, right? I mean, you were in such movies like Goodfellas as well. You have an uncredited part in The Godfather. You were also in what a lot of people call Martin Scorsese's greatest movie, not Taxi Driver, but Raging Bull. Not to mention your work on The Sopranos. That's what this is, you know. Satanic black magic. It is. Sick shit. Fucking quiz! Yeah, there he is, see? Maybe this is why he was not mentioned. Maybe he told this joke to the member of the academy.
5: It might be your first ball job. Yeah, of course. How long did it take for the guy to come? <laughs>
4: <laughs> they didn't mention Polly Walnuts. How dare you, academy! You mentioned gaffers and key grips and clarinet players, but not one of the most important Italian actors of our time? I think they were paying Lenny Kravitz by the minute. With the weak Oscar ratings, they probably couldn't afford it. Pauly may have moved moved slow, but Pauly didn't have to move for anyone. Amen. Been stuck on Arnie two-thirds of my life. Good. Love it. Yeah, I can't believe they forgot Tony Sirico. What the fuck? What does yeti think about? It. Right? I mean, seriously, I, there's nothing to think about. You're Polly Walnuts. You're one of the greatest characters ever on television. <sighs> now, we have some movie news. And you're going to hear it from me first. And I'm saying I'm not buying this. Reports are out. And once again, I don't know if the uh, where are these uh, um, the T H R, the Hollywood Reporter. Okay, that's who it is. I got to make sure I get these right. Is reporting. They forgot little Jessely. Le- yeah, they forgot Leslie Jordan, too. Nobody, I mean, nobody could point to someone with two fingers like Paulie. Oh, he's the greatest. Um, the Hollywood Reporter is reporting that Quentin Tarantino is going to direct his next film, which will be his last film. And we've all talked about what it could be. Could it be Kill Bill Volume 3? Could it be a follow-up to Reservoir Dogs? Could it be? Our minds are racing. According to the Hollywood Reporter, Quentin Tarantino was preparing to direct a movie called The Movie Critic. It's being set in the late 70s in L.A. with a female lead as its center. The story involves possibly Pauline Kael, one of the most influential movie critics of all time. Tarantino's been a fan of hers, so it's not outside the realm. The concept would also give Tarantino a chance to dip his toe into all the genres he's never had the opportunity to do. After all, a movie critic needs movies to critique. So what they're saying is there's going to be a lot of movies inside of this movie. If you've ever paid attention to a Quentin Tarantino movie, and I hope you have, like Inglorious Bastards, uh, the guy who played Donnie Donovitz... Can't think of his name right now. The guy with the baseball bat—he actually directed the the film that they were showing. Nation's Pride. Well, what was Nation's Pride then? About the Germaner uh, in the in the bird seat or in the bird uh, was it oh. bird cage or whatever where where he was shooting Americans. That was an actual movie, and he let that guy direct it. So there's movies inside of it. So there's Pa Eli Roth. Thank you. There's a chance this could be him directing a bunch of movies inside of a movie. Bird's Nest, that's what I thought it was. Okay, Ain't no fucking way that the whole software organ is trans. Thank you for that meme. Oh, that's fantastic. Bell Tower. Um, I don't know if I really like this idea. I, I, I don't. I mean... I, I love Tarantino, and I love all his movies. I hope this is just fucking bullshit. I, I, I really hope it's something cool like... I, I'm glad it's not Star Trek. I'm very glad he's not doing a Star Trek, and I'm not glad he's not doing a, a superhero movie. Even though a T- Quentin Tarantino superhero movie would be pretty kick-ass. Let, let's all agree. We know that something's going to shoot out of somebody's wiener. We already know that. Quentin said he'd never do a CGI movie. Yeah. So I I think that they're going to be actually small movies that that they review, that this chick reviews. And it's either going to be Uma Thurman or it's going to be Margot Robbie. Maybe Pam Greer. I don't know. We know that Sam Jackson's going to be in there somewhere. Maybe Leo, maybe not. Maybe Brad Pitt, maybe not. All I know is that whatever he does, it's going to be good because he's Quentin Tarantino. But I do hope that this is not it. You imagine if Quentin Tarantino directed Cocaine Bear, how fucking awesome that would be. Not that it was bad. The what's her name did a great job directing. I ain't taking nothing away. Elizabeth Banks, she did a great job directing that movie. But yeah, he could g- direct Pam Greer to take his shit and I'd go see it. I mean, he did write one of the, one of my all-time favorite lines in a movie.
3: Damn, I bet you come in here on a Saturday night, you need nigga repellent to keep them motherfuckers off your ass.
4: I laughed so hard at that scene, and I was the only person. Jackie Brown came out on Christmas Day, and I remember that Chris Payne and I, Went and saw it in Reno, and I remember I laughed my ass off at of that scene, and I was the only person in the theater. And he looked at me, and he was horrified. I was like, "That's a fucking great line. That's funny." Harvey Keitel should be in it too. You're goddamn right. Harvey Keitel better be in it, and you know Quentin Tarantino's gonna be in it. I just, I, I just hope it's, I, I. I have a lot of hope for it. If Tarantino directed an episode of Sesame Street, I would dress as Oscar the Grouch to wear it. <laughs> uh, well, hopefully, hopefully this is true, and hopefully he's working on his next movie. We will see. Um, there is awful news to report. The world is ending, people. First, it was Paris Hilton, and now... Oh God, this is this is tough. This is gonna to be tough. Lindsay Lohan is pregnant. <laughs> um Yeah, that, that's about what we needed. Lindsay Lohan and her husband Badir Shamus are starting a family. She's got a bun in the oven. Lindsay says, we're very excited for our new family member to arrive, and we're looking forward to the next chapter of our lives. Oh, good. Another ginger. I'm sorry, another freckled ginger in the world. Just what we need. Maybe this kid could date one of the Markles. (laughs) That kid's going to come out looking like Quado from Total Recall. Man, oh, man. Boy, you want to talk about a cesspool? That's her fucking birth canal. Her birth canal should be named Skid Row. (laughs) Oh, man. Her her poor gynecologist. Boy, I bet you he goes in and he's elbows deep in there. Well, fuck, we got to clean this shit out. Oh, my God. That kid is going to walk out. I'm just going to tell you right now, this is going to be the scene. This will be the scene in the birthing room. All of a sudden, all right, push one more time. Well, you don't have to push that hard. Kid comes out. He's swinging the umbilical cord. All right. Looks like a little quagmire. Quagmire. Wah, wah. wah. <laughs> I know, I'm going to hell. Fucking Lindsay Lohan having a kid. Oh, Jesus. Now, Cowboys girl, I'm not talking to you because I'm, I'm sure that this is something you do too. So, no, 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 this does not involve you, Cowboys girl. U.S. officials are warning Americans not to travel to Mexico. Holy shit! As border crisis and cartel activity worsen. Now, I warn people. Somebody just said, oh my God, Arnie, fucking stop. They're laughing so hard. The kid walking out swinging the umbilical cord. You pictured that. All covered in that goo and shit. Um... Now, because you like to go camping, and I tell you, don't go camping because you're going to get eaten by a bear, but you say, fuck you, Arnie, I'm going to go camping because I'm not worried about the bears. Well, I am. The United States has officially warned Americans not to travel to Mexico. Now, I I, I don't need the U.S. government to tell me this. All I need to do is turn on the news. That's it. I see thousands of crazy people rushing the fucking border in El Paso. Hmm. Boy, oh, boy, there's some unrest right there at the border. Let's go down to Padre. No, let's not go to Padre this year. How about Florida as the vacation destination? You know why? Because there aren't a lot of Mexicans around Florida, a lot of Cubans, but not a lot of people trying to break into the country. Yep. See, there it is right there. Cowboys, girl. Our buddy just bought a new condo in Cabo. We're looking at going, but I'm a little worried. Hey, like I said, I'm not talking to you. You're going to do it. You're going to do what you do. Maybe you'll get eaten by a cartel shark. I don't know. But I'm going to go ahead and side with the U.S. government on this, and I think this is a pretty good idea. I think this is a pretty smart idea. If you don't have to go to Mexico, then don't go. And I don't know a lot of reasons why you'd have to go to Mexico. A dental appointment. You got a bad dentist in. Oh, no, we're going to mess up their tourism. Their tourism is funded by drug cartels. They want you to come down there. They want you to spend their money because those are their legal businesses. They want their legal businesses to thrive. Why? So they can wash money through those legal businesses. Duh. I mean, have I, I, you never watched a mob movie? I mean, you see, you have the good business, right? And then you got the dope business and the human trafficking business and whatever other businesses, arms sales, things like that. Whatever the cartel's into, hey, I'm not going to judge them. But they take that dirty money and then they wash it,
0: duh,
4: through the clean places. And the world goes around. So the last thing they want is to hurt their own tourism. But right now it's kind of a, uh, what word what, do they, oh, a powder keg. That, that That's what I would say. I would say that Mexico right now, especially at the border, is something we would like to refer to as a powder keg, which means it's about to erupt. <laughs> Fuck me sideways, I'm supposed to be going on a cruise to Mexico in May. Where are you going, Ensenada? Are you doing the... Uh, the, the the shitty islands, what, what, Ensenada, we went to San Diego, Ensenada, and then those islands that are still American, which I didn't understand why we we're going there, didn't care. Um, then we went to Ensenada, was fine. It, it was okay. I mean, I got some Cuban cigars there. That was the whole reason why we went was I wanted Cuban cigars. Oh, and to, to drink massive amounts of alcohol. But what about all those expensive plastic surgeries? Well, you get what you pay for. The idea to declare Mexico a terrorist state is gaining traction. What do you guys think? I would say that Mexico is definitely uh, a failed state, but a terrorist state, I'm still thinking. I'd like to hear other people's thoughts. Okay, I'll give you my thoughts on it. I think it's 100% a terrorist state right now. If you look at it, there are three major cartels that run everything. You got the Sinaloa, the Other Aloa, and then there's another one. And then you have other cartels like the Zetas who were trained by our US military. There is no law there in Mexico. As far as the 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 law that's in Mexico is what the cartel deems the law to be. If you're a member of the cartel and you get arrested, you're going to be let out. Otherwise, the sheriff and the police that arrest you are going to get killed and their families are going to be tortured and raped. I 100% believe that, that, that Mexico, and, and maybe it's because Mexico didn't have the resources to fight against this. I don't know what it is. Maybe America should have stepped in a lot earlier. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. But I do know that, that I used to enjoy going to Mexico. It was a lot of fun. You could get some really cool shit. I, my stuffed frogs that I have. I love my stuffed frogs. I still don't have a velvet painting of Elvis. I'd love to get a velvet painting of Elvis. But it, and, and, and to party in Mexico and to have fun. Mexico was a very, very fun place. Beautiful islands, beautiful things there. But it's it's run. The government has allowed these cartels to take over. And until the government needs help, then, yes, the terrorists, which they. The word terrorist is the hard part right there, I, I guess, uh, to say that they're a, a terrorist state, to say that, that that's kind of the, the hard part about it. You don't necessarily want to call them terrorists because they're not like, yeah. Hey, you know, blowing up Billy, But they're doing terrorist things. I mean, they do horrible things. They kill lots of people. Failed state. Do you know why they call it the, the terrorist state, Christopher? I'll tell you why. Is because people pay attention to that. That's why they call it that. They get people engaged that way. That's why it's called that. Because I agree with you, it is a failed state. Until we see more action from the cartels in America, which we do see a lot of. A lot of people killed by cartels in America. Something should be done. Uh, We have a friend that was a police officer in Mexico. It was a nightmare daily. He quit and now pours concrete for a living. That's where I'm kind of stuck, the word terrorist. Is there another word? See, I knew we could get down to the root of it, the word terrorist, because nobody wants to be labeled a terrorist. Terrorists are bad. It's a cartel state now. I mean, I mean, I mean, we're never going to win the war on drugs. That, that's a war that, that, that was a stupid name for it, the war on drugs. Drugs have won that war. And if you don't think drugs won that war, think about all these lawsuits that are going out against all the people that made Oxycontin, Vicodin, Norco, you know, the good stuff. We became addicted to that, and then, whoa, that became too expensive because everybody could get a hold of that. Now we have to go to something cheaper and much worse for us, which is heroin. And then heroin now is a luxury item to junkies because they're only getting fentanyl. A murderous state? How about narco-terrorism? I like that. That's not bad. It's a narco-state. I think it would be better if we all agreed that it is a, with a terrorist state, it sounds like we're going to do something about it. That's that's my opinion. Do I think we're going to do anything about it? No. No. These cartels have billions upon billions of dollars. They can influence elections just like the wacky Ruskies did or didn't. No, see, here's the thing. Uh, maybe I'm afraid that calling Mexico a terrorist state will lead to people thinking people that look like me being terrorists. They already think we're directly job thieves. Well, first of all, let me let me help you with this, Christopher. Don't worry about what other people think about you. Fuck them. If they look at you and they think that you're a terrorist, I can look at you and go, that guy's not a terrorist. He's too goofy to be a fucking terrorist. I'm sorry, but you're a goofy guy, Christopher. I love you to death, but you're a goofy fuck. Um, I don't care what people think. Fuck them. Do you, do you worry that they think that you're a member of the cartel? Anybody who thinks that you're a job thief, they can go fuck themselves. Then you do his job. If you think that Christopher is a job thief, you go do his job. Do it as well as he does. Risk your life like he does. Otherwise, Christopher, fuck those people. I'm here to help you, Christopher. Fuck those people. Fuck anybody that looks at you sideways and fucking wants to try to figure out who you are by not knowing you. Fuck those people. You're a big, goofy, good man, Christopher. That's what you are. And that's all you need to know. And if people think that you're in a cartel or you're a job thief, fuck off. Yeah, it, it, I can easily help you with that one. You know why? Because I, 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 I'm not going to give two fucks about what people think of me. I don't care. Back when I worked in radio, I cared. I, I needed people to like me. Now, if you don't like me, don't listen. Okay. I, I don't care. I'm not going to... I'm not going to sugarcoat stuff for you. I'm not going to lie to you. I like you, you like me. Great. Fantastic. You don't like me? Okay. Super duper. I have no problem with that. You start talking shit about me, you start fucking with me, then we got a problem. Other than that, I don't have time for that stuff. You know why? I have I have a really really I, I and I know this sounds horrible and it sounds braggadocious and everything. I don't care. I have a wonderful life. I, I absolutely have a wonderful life that I wouldn't trade for anything in this world. I'm back in my home state. I'm happy. I, I nobody tells me what to do when I, I can take my teeth out whenever I want to. I live a great life. And if people want to say, Oh, that guy's fat, he doesn't have teeth, he's got tattoos. Well, fuck you then. Okay, you don't get to know me. I'm pretty fucking entertaining. Christopher is batshit crazy. Who wants to be around that many snot-nosed kids? Amen to that. All right. All right. Let's keep going here. I've, I've helped somebody psychologically enough today. Um, Prince Andrew. <laughs> well, I tell you what, this poor guy. Prince Andrew. Everybody says feel bad for Prince Harry, but... First of all, I didn't know that Prince Andrew was the queen's other son until about three or four years ago. You know, growing up, you, you saw a princess die in Prince Charles. I never knew he had a brother. Well, you, he is the definition of redheaded stepchild. Uh, let's see. Audio Soaker, have a great day. Uh, I understand what you're saying, Christopher. My grandfather came here as a child from Mexico and he spent a whole life pretending he was anything but Mexican. So sad. He held a high position and retired with many accolades from OSHA being one of the ones to help develop safety standards on highway infrastructure, but he still felt the shadow of being judged for being browner. I'd call it perfectly tan. There you go. Prince Andrew has not only been kicked out of his main house, but he was given Harry and Meghan's old place, the Frog Stomp in, or whatever the fuck they called it, Frogmore. I don't care. Um, but he says that's terrible. I don't want that. So the king decided, well, well, we're gonna go ahead and just cut you on off from the royal inheritance. That's right. The king became the sole beneficiary of king, Queen Elizabeth's estate. <laughs> I guess he had like, he had two brothers and a really ugly sister. Good Lord, boy, the queen was active. She was throwing that royal puh around. Two brothers and a sister, but you knew I'd know that. Yeah, Sassy Pamela, I should have came to you. Yeah, but and, uh, Prince, Prince Charles said, yeah, fuck you. You're done. Adios, motherfucker. Go live in my kid's old house. All because you put your toddler in a 15-year-old. And rightfully, I'm glad his brother's cutting him off. I think this is a fantastic story. I love the the, the, the implosion of this family. Every day it gets a little bit more caustic there at Buckingham Palace. You got Harry and Meghan who are allegedly going to go to his big kingdom thing or is his, his, when they give him the crown, his big royal official, big royal king party. I guess those two numb nuts are going to that. And this dipshit, the king, King Chuck, King Chuck has said, well, Archie and the other one, they get royal titles. You're giving royal titles to two kids that live in Southern California? Fuck are you giving them titles? Give me a fucking title. Coronation. Thank thank you again, Pammy. Look here. King Charles, look, I ain't going to do anything to embarrass you. This is what you need to do. Since my good friend Arise can no longer or, or cannot get me a, a, an honorary doctorate yet from a college, something I want more than anything, I need you to knight me. I need to become Sir Arnie. I need to be knighted. I, I need either a knighthood or an honorary doctorate. You can give me an honorary knighthood, that's fine. It's something, something cool I can put up on the wall. That's all I want. I mean Elton John was knighted. Come on. Shouldn't he have been damned? All right. Two more stories to go. Oh boy. This one. T- I tell you, you you kids and Gen, Gen Z. You you wacky dumb fucking kids. Gen Z has a new drug problem. Inside Gen Z's hippie crack epidemic, bigger health risk than cocaine. A neurologist has declared that nitrous oxide is more dangerous than cocaine. Not if you're trying to trap it across the border, it ain't. There has been a dramatic uptick in young people experimenting with the drug. Commonly referred to laughing gas, whippets, and hippie crack is legally sold in single silver cracker canisters, dispensed into balloons, and inhaled. You dumb fucking kids. We were playing with whippets 30 years ago. We didn't like them then. Oh, everybody's done a whippet or two, for God's sakes. It gets you lightheaded. And I'm seeing these scenes from, like, concerts and fucking thing where there's just, like, rows of these canisters. Throw them away, you fucking deadbeats. Good Lord, don't just throw them on the ground. While the substance has long been used recreationally, Huffing experimentation rates among those 16 to 24 have soared post-pandemic. I love this. Oh, whippets are so bad. I mean, I'm seeing all the canisters. I mean, there are a lot down here. Uh, let's see, Steve-O told the uh, New York Times that he had been hooked on the drug and worried about the influence of social media. It's definitely more, like, relevant now. Uh, musicians and friends experimenting with nitrous oxide on it. Do you know why we experiment with nitrous oxide? Because we couldn't get cocaine. I guarantee. I let let let's just go ahead and do this real quick here.
5: I guarantee.
4: If sixteen to twenty-four year olds could readily get their hands on cocaine, they would buy that a lot more than fucking whippets. God's sake, laughing gas. Now look, I know that people. I I, I know that um. This is a true story. Um. I had a doctor growing up. His name was Dr. Roscoe Gutikas. No, I didn't give Roscoe the name for this doctor. His name was Dr. Roscoe Gutikas, and he was friends with my dad. Now, usually, when you were friends with my dad, you had to be leery of that person. My dad once, and when he was when he was a younger guy in St. Louis before I was born, before the Golden Child, the 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 chosen one was born. Um, he and my Ex-sister Patty used to go to this dry cleaner. And this guy was the ugliest guy you'd ever met. And he used to scare the shit out of my sister. My dad has been a notorious person to have weird friends. By the way, it tracked down to me, too. Um, but he had this this doctor friend, Dr. Roska. And I'll never forget, I was like, how did you meet him? And my dad goes, oh, he was a... <laughs> he, he goes, well, you can't tell anybody. And I think he's passed since then. And Dr. Roscoe cleaned up his act. Uh, My dad met him at AA meetings because Dr. Roscoe used to enjoy taking a hit off the old gas. Anyone else singing Devo right now? Yeah. You did have a serial killer as a babysitter. Another one of my father's friends, Charles Albright. Yeah, 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 he did babysit me. He had snakes. That's what I remember. Very, very weird guy. But, yeah, whippets, uh, we're worried about whippets now? Okay. I'm not. For the record, I'm not one of his weirdo friends. You're the king of the weirdos. Lord. All right, last story here. Here we go. And and what is going on in America right now? Why, Why can't people just get dogs Or fish? Worst case scenario, a cat? What in the hell is wrong with people? We had a story this week about somebody who had given cocaine to a mountain lion. Or whatever kind of fucking big cat it was. Then we had the story earlier this week about a zebra that bit somebody's fucking arm off. Remember that one? I do. now we got a story out of Oklahoma there you go let, hold on a second let, let, let's do the official You're
3: doing fine, Oklahoma.
4: A neighbor's pet monkey attacked an Oklahoma mom in her front yard over the weekend, nearly ripping off her ear while tearing clumps of her hair. Brittany Parker of Dixon, Oklahoma, told reporters she was relaxing at her home Sunday when a monkey climbed onto her front porch. He was pacing back and forth, and then he was jumping off my railing and hitting my storm door. The monkey, whose local owner has not been named, ripped off part of the home's door handle before Parker called 911. Images before the attack show the beige creature climbing on her front porch. Oh, I can see that, motherfucker. Once Parker saw the monkey behaving northerly toward the officers, she went outside with her son to get a closer look, which then prompted the animal to charge. He crawled up my back, yanked out multiple wads of hair, then ripped my ear in half and was just hanging there. She was taken to the hospital. The monkey went missing for several hours. He was on the run before a nearby friend shot and killed the monkey. Hell yeah! I hope it was the right one. Because the term shooting monkeys in Oklahoma is a whole different meaning. Oh, I'm going to hell for that one. That one's going to get me in trouble. <laughs> um. Well, first of all, who the fuck? I, I who wants to own a damn monkey? Have there not been enough monkey and chimpanzee and and orangutan attacks to where we can say, hey, monkeys are fucking awful. Monkeys are terrible creatures that should be in the jungle. They have a combination of retard and old man strength. That's a strength that nobody can handle. Like the Incredible Hulk could probably get taken down by a chimpanzee. But these people own them. Uh, since the woman was injured pretty badly, they're taking information to the DA's office to find out what they're going to do with the case. Uh, the woman who will acquire plastic surgery for her ear says she's worried about the safety of her neighborhood. I think that there needs to be some type of law that says you need to have some kind of training as well as a certification to even hold these type of animals. I don't even remember Clint Eastwood did a movie with a monkey. Well, that was a train monkey. See, see, see when when you get the train, it but still, it, it, it I think well, what was that? That was an orangutan. You don't want to fuck around with orangutan. Orangutan will fuck your shit clean up. Tell you that right now. Um, but all these damn things. I mean, these people that have owned chimpanzees in the past, where they ripped a the guy's testicles off and ate his fingers. Literally, ate his fingers. He, he just, he, he said, Racha, he bit down on the dude's fingers and ate him. Bit him off, ate him. Bit through bone. You tell me the Incredible Hulk can do that. Yeah, no, he can't. Oh, I'm, I'm just telling you right now, shoot that motherfucker dead. People that own monkeys, y- y'all y'all are some fucked up individuals. Y'all are just asking for problems. Uh, But that does it for us today. Uh, We will be back tomorrow, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Tomorrow, Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy will be in the house. Cannot wait. So until then, uh, please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, y'all have a fantastic day, and adios, everybody. Uh
3: dancer, a her hander, old honky-tonker, pull her up closer, slow romancer, make her fall in love with me so. The room is swimming with pretty women, but how's a fella supposed to get close to The band is rocking. The Jones Jumping Mr. Guitar Man. Let me tell you something. Play me a dancer, a holder hander, old honky talker, pull her up closer, slow romance make her fall in love with me. Song. I see a redhead, I see a brunette, and there's You gotta save me I need a hug
1: Pal, I coined the phrase, "I am the man." Woo! Diamonds are forever, and so is the Arnie State Show. Woo. You've been listening to the Arnie State Show at arnieradio.com. Stop it! Stop it!
3: Stop stop, stop! 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 Stop
2: talking. Um, I I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. fine now. I am going to go get laid. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Hey,
5: hey.